Hi everyone, it's Maxi. Hi everybody, it's Gracie Baccarat and we're the Milf and Honey Honey Podcast. Podcast. And we got a special guest in the house. Can I just say, you asked, we listened. Oh wow. You were actually specially requested for. Yeah. Oh my goodness. They actually asked for you. Who did that? that? (laughs) Let's just hope he he don't, you know, let us down. Wow. I didn't realize what I was walking into right oh, now. Okay. There's an Get energy ready. in the room. Get ready. There's an energy in the room. All right, Please cool. Let's go. Yourself. My name is Ola. Um, full name is Idris Salawale Uludarik Bajabia Miller. Uh-huh. Whoa. Yeah. Sorry, what? Wow. Idris is what I heard. Power. Yeah, I had, I had, I had Miller at the end. <laughs> well, hold on. Is it Miller at the end? It's Bajabia Miller. Oh, okay. Is that okay. your surname? Yeah. That's How many letters are in that? Uh, I haven't counted. Are you Ibadan? Are you from Ibadan? Uh, no, uh, my family's from Lagos. Yeah, um, where in Lagos? Well, th- that's where the Bajabia Millers are from, but my mom's from Ogun State. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. Yeah. Were you born in Nigeria? Born here? Born here. Okay, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. But you were well, raised yeah. as a Niger boy. Well, enough, enough that I wouldn't uh, lose my heritage. But I mean, you can hear my voice. I'm definitely a British guy. And um, when I don't want visa trouble, I definitely use my British passport. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I don't fool myself. Like I'm, 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 neither, I'm both, but I'm neither uh, as well. Okay. How often yeah, yeah. did you go home? I mean, when we were growing up, my mum made sure we went every year. Then it slowly became wow. every other year, That's and good. then your mum made sure you went every year. That's really yeah. yeah. No, when you're when yeah. no, when you are a lot younger. I feel like they think it's easier. I don't know. Maybe it was cheaper. Did you go every year? Yeah, my mom took us all the time. Wow! And we'll, it would be like Christmas or summer holidays. Like, yeah, it would be like really. Yeah, be but like... my mom panicked though. It was there's a specific story as to why she took me every year. Was you misbehaving? No, actually, um, it was because we were at school. We were doing these profiles where you paint a picture of yourself and you write some key stats about your name, your age, where blah, blah, where you're from. It's three black people in the class. Um, okay. The other two are Jamaican, <laughs> and so everyone's. If I ask Miss, how do you spell England? As in where you're from. Mm-hmm. Um, the two, one of the other black people asked, how do you spell Jamaica? I'm the only one Nigerian. So I just wrote down Jamaican when they were spelling out Jamaica. Mm-hmm. I and bring it home. My mom freaks out and goes, oh, this guy has lost his identity. We don't know who he is anymore. Wow. He thinks he's Jamaican. So I distinctly remember like her giving me a buff in a Nigerian buffer with the lights are gone and everything she's like this is Nigeria do you no. recognize where you are this is Nigeria <laughs> so yeah she was like very very specific on the fact that she wanted me to have um, a very clear understanding of where you're from where I'm from and where I hail from and, and, I, and, I, and I get it now now that I have kids as well I want them to, mm-hmm. to do that as well I want them to be able to understand oh cool okay. I'm, I'm assuming you can speak Yoruba no but I can no. poorly, poorly really you can't speak I here. thought you seemed like poorly. you were yeah, I the way you pronounce her name so and everything. Ah, you speak it very yeah, well. Yeah. No, I can't no. even speak it like that. You understand your bar because you're saying stuff like "sure," and not everybody will use such words in a that said sentence. Okay. What does "sure" mean? However. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But, See, but, but even then, like I'm, I'm. Yeah, you, but that's the thing about Nigeria. There's so many words that yeah. they use. The dialect the is actually word. mad. 
Ushuru Dia Latin word. I'm, it's I'm hard. saying it's difficult. It's hard. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Uh, so Shuba, it's Shuba hard. is the however yeah. part. Ushuru Dia Latin word. Like I'm trying to say it's difficult it's a to say, difficult. but it, my intonation is always going to be off. I'm always a uh, cause for jest when I. When was the last time you went to Nigeria? Um, that was that was in the pandemic. Actually, I think it was. 2021 Do you say. speak Yoruba When you get there though? To uh, people A little bit like, like I'm trying to get Into a taxi And I feel like The guy's gonna rip me off like, I'm like Like I'll say something like okay, that Okay 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 like, like I still yeah, know I still like, blow, blow, blow. Do they still rip you off? Yeah no, I'm sure I definitely get ripped off. Hundred percent. Like you know, with a taxi, you can keep it to a few short phrases. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, have you lived in America? Uh, no, but I'm just. I, I pick up so much of it. I watched an incredible amount of stand-up okay. from America okay. and all the TV shows and so on. So I picked up so many intonations and slang okay. words and okay. so on. I actually thought you would have watched a hell of a lot of Nollywood. Oh. <laughs> no, because he was an American. I didn't know you were going to say That's Nollywood. hilarious. But I did used to go to America every year. Like when I started comedy, I started going every year because mm-hmm. I went for like three weeks to a month just to like learn and like I took it as like a little internship mm-hmm. and I'd go and just um, try and do stand up and meet other comedians and sit in the clubs and all that kind of stuff. Okay. So, oh, in the so you intentionally became a comedian? Oh yes. It was, this was not a full background because I, I failed in life. Okay. It was like, uh, yeah. I but did they, did they tell you that you were funny? No. Um, so you got into it for Because I, I was so passionate about comedy. I fell in love with it. Like I, I looked at stand-up comedians like they were superheroes. They really? just had this amazing ability to communicate ideas that I wanted to communicate. Mm. But they were able to do it in a way that people received it because they were able to make people laugh. Mm. And so it was it was just, I was just so enthralled by it that I was like, I, I have to try this one day. And I tried it and I really enjoyed it. And then I just... Did the audience enjoy it? Yes. Well, <laughs> a Ghanaian guy threw a box of juice at me because I made a joke about Ghanaians. But it was all in jest. It was all love. Okay. It was all love. But yeah, it was a good show. I mean, it went well. That's good. It went well. How, long so ago, was like, how long ago was your first show? Your that was December 2006. Oh, wow. That was your last show. First, first, no, first show. How long ago was your first? Okay. Guys, <laughs> come on. 2006. Yeah, that was my first ever show, December 2006. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. How old um, are you, by the way? How old was I when I tried it? Now, how old are you now? How old am I now? I actually turned 35 on Friday. Oh, oh yeah. happy belated birthday. Thank you. Thank you. 35? Yeah, man. Wow. How many kids do you have? Two. Oh. Boy, girl, boy, boy. Girl, boy. Okay. Girl, then boy. Yeah. Aww. And when did you get married? I got married uh, in 2013, December. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so 10 man. years next, next year. Nearly, nearly yeah, there. Nearly there, man. Wow. Nearly there. Congratulations. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. <laughs> Crazy. So, okay, hot topics. What's been going on? Drake. Um, I said Drake. Drake? Well, no, the OVO Fest. Okay. When was that? When he did the um, announcement to Lil Wayne. Mm-hmm. About do you, don't you think he's a bit sneaky? Who Drake? Yeah, yeah. I don't know nothing about that guy. Why don't you like him? Not really. Why? It's just not my type. Wow. To look at. Well, because he's light skin. No, to the cameras. I don't like the cameras at Those all. Those cameras really stress me. They're out. really just they not stress cute. you out. Oh, they they're not me cute. Out. At like all. I, I need to understand. Do you have identity problem? Why? People because try it doesn't. Things. No, there's try trying is basically you try it for one day or a week and you take it out. He's, he's actually had that for because well, he's been told he why. looks good with by them. who yeah. the people in America. He's cheerleaders, yes, yeah. and he will have plenty. 
Oh, no, it's no, no. He needs to take those K-Rolls. Yeah, anyway. I think, I'd, to be honest, I haven't even seen the K-Rolls. Yeah, I not, actually don't not, look at Drake that okay, at all. Really not cute. He's not my... Okay, so Kim and Pete split. Thank the God. PR. Like, we, we knew that was coming. So the PR contract is finished. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. We knew that was coming. So do you think Drake and... Uh, Drake? Do you think Kanye and Kim are going to get back together? Why? Why don't you think so? Um, I, I... Well, it's not that it's impossible, but it's just... I, I don't think so. I, I think... If everything, if if you're going to um, leave the door open mm-hmm. for your marriage to come back, you don't have a very public sex affair with mm. a guy that you know your husband hates. Uh, like that, that's kind of like that yeah. But they're in is. PR. They're in. So that's their life. No, but she actually they did sleep things, with Pete. Though. They do things. Yeah, but to the, make you like they do. Yeah, no, it's all it's all a play and, and a but it's actually sleeping. Okay, with but him. when we say that they slept, did we see them sleep with each other? No, they definitely. Does Kanye slept. hate? Pete, because it's that's the person the that Kim is dating. Not necessarily that it's Pete. Well, it's I think it from what I understand anyway, um, as a as a and I don't know like the celeb gossip side of things, but just from what I've heard Kanye say, it seems like um Saturday Night Live had a particular like I don't know angle with him for a while. And Pete Davidson being a comedian on Saturday Night Live had always been a part of writing things in a certain way to take jabs at him. Okay. So the idea is that like they were all right, but it was like, you know, his thing was, with SNL, he you'd already said F- FSNL and their whole cast. Right. You know, so like he'd already been anti SNL and Pete David like it's like saying like I'm against Bad Boy and then next thing my wife is sleeping with Puffy. Like it's like you even if we were okay, like that's, that crew is not really where you need Sorry, to be. Sorry, I just want to know, where did from. we see that they slept with each other? Because as far as I'm concerned, this whole Pete and... But she kissed him in public. Yeah, but uh-huh. she Brian said that she was down to F. Yeah, but Pete. she doesn't... Exactly, yeah. but she doesn't talk like that. For me, this is a whole publicity stunt. The whole thing. It could he, be, yeah. Even... If it is, that's a bit pathetic. And though. you know why I say it that? Very but they are at, like that. And at Kim, her age and at her status, she doesn't... And, she doesn't, and the kids. She's deteriorating, though. Like her status is not like it was before, so I can imagine her doing this to try and be. No, but you got in... kids, man. What did, what's affecting the kids? North will see that shit. Yeah. Come on, and she's she's quite protective of her children. Yeah, if she was, then Pete wouldn't be around them so soon. Maybe as Uncle mm. Pete, then maybe it is a facade. This is what I'm trying to say to you. Like, it just doesn't she sound. It doesn't sound like you do an episode. You come out of the bar of your bedroom. Uh, do you want to come into the shower with me quickly? All of that. I just feel like it's all packaging. When did oh, that have start? you watched an episode? Is is, it, is he on? Um, he, he, was I don't know. It, it was a clip that, that was on Twitter. social media, and he, he said she comes she, she out of the room yeah. and she goes, Pete. Do you want to come to the shower with me quickly? And he drops his stuff. And goes, <laughs> he drops his phone. Like, she just throws everything at length. Yeah, they're acting. <laughs> I mean, it was. I a think bit she's over trying to top, get into it. Yeah, she's yeah. she's trying to get into it. It's really pathetic on her part if that's if, if, that's if that the is case. the case. Anything is possible for me. Age that's is nothing. That's stupid. Anyway, speaking of the Kardashians, Chloe's having another baby with Tristan. Surrogate. I understand why a lot of Nigerian, I get it. a lot yeah. of Nigerian women do it. Yeah. You want all your kids in one place. Yeah. yeah. No, I get that. I get it. And he seems like he's but a good dad. But is he a good dad? He seems like he is. He might be a shit husband, but a good dad. And part of me still feels like Chloe thinks they could be together when he's ready to settle down. One thing that I just don't, I don't, you see all that social media, <laughs> I'm with my children today. I just don't look into What's it that? like you're a good, <laughs> what like when, when like, I just feel like there's a lot of guys that, might not be good dads, mm-hmm. but they always post that they're with the children or that 
the day they're with their children, they post it like, oh, yeah, oh, okay, look, okay, look okay, at okay, what yeah, I'm yeah. doing kind of thing. I know there are good deads out there. I'm not saying that Tristan isn't, but I can't judge just because of all of that. Because I don't know. For me, you being a good dad means that everything you're doing and everything you do, we, you, have good, you have good intentions for your children. Mm-hmm. So for me, if, you, if you're directly hurting the mother of your child, knowing it's going to break up the family unit, I'm not sure how good of a dad you are. No, that's, oh, that's too much. No, 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 no. Sorry. Sorry. That's too much. started. She started. She started. She started. I feel like that's too Sorry. much pressure. No, it's There's not too much pressure. No. You're the man in the relationship. It's not too much pressure. Sorry, I don't think it's too much pressure. That's Max your role. still a human being, though. Oh, okay, but that's your role, though. No, but I'm saying him hurting the mother of the of his child does not mean he doesn't have good intentions yeah. for his child. I didn't say that. I'm, I'm saying it's part of it, though. Mm, so yeah. you're saying part of being a, pe- a good parent is it's, making sure... It's making sure that everything you do, yeah. you have good intentions for your children. Yeah. Yeah. So have, if something you do is going to directly and negatively affect them... Mm-hmm. So you're saying with two parents not being together? No, I didn't no. say that. No, 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 no. Saying, no I'm breaking. I'm, no. I'm going somewhere. Two parents that are not together. I'm going <laughs> somewhere. Are, this is how example, they argue. By the way. If when, <laughs> for example, if if for whatever reason the parents aren't getting on, and you've causally decided, mm-hmm. you know, this isn't going to work. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. You can amicably do something like co-parenting can work very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. If when, when you do it properly. So they're however, not properly right now. however. When him cheating on her is him cheating on her, hurting her. Him cheating on her. Like, I feel like the only reason why maybe he's still seeing the child is because Chloe's letting him. Mm. Yeah. Like, I, I, for example, I just feel like not necessarily, like, it's not, I wouldn't say he's a good dad just because he's of all there. that social media thing. Because for me, it, it extends more to just things that just like, just having your child. I just, I feel like when you do things that negatively affect your children, Mm -hmm. that's still part of your ground, like being a dad. Sorry, that's just my opinion. So my opinion is that being, you could be a good parent and still be a shit husband. Yeah. 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 So the fact that we all agree on that just for me doesn't, just makes your point void. No. Because if, if, if it's the case that I'm thinking as a parent, Mm -hmm. I need to be a good husband so that our house and it doesn't affect our kids. So why am I not just doing that then? If said again. So if I if 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 I believe that okay as a parent, in order to make sure that my children are not affected and everything, I need to be a good partner. Yeah. Okay. But right, when I decide not to be a good partner, you're saying that affects the child. That's what you're saying. Yeah, right? it breaks up the family unit. Okay. So, okay, wait, how? Because you're no longer. Because you're no, no longer, longer there. A, it's no longer. A family unit But you like, just said Co-parenting can work Yeah it, That's what I said Depending on how it's done Okay Okay for example If The cheating thing mm-hmm. it's an, it's, It affects the mother Negatively mm-hmm. And The way things are being The, the way things Have been done Is mm-hmm. negatively affected The child How I.e The dramatics around it the social media around it. Mm-hmm. Your children are going to grow up to see that. Okay. Okay. So are however, you talking, are you, sorry, however, I'm just trying to understand. What okay. Are you saying because of their lifestyle? Or you're saying in general? Because some people, well, their life, that's what we were talking about. Their right? life, their, their lifestyle, because mm-hmm. that's who we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately for them, everything's, everything's done in the public eye. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's why you should be a bit more careful. That's just the life, that's just the life you have. Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel like you should be a bit more careful in how you are as a man because you're the first person that, or the first man that your child is going to be looking at. Okay. I feel this is just this is just me, my opinion. 
my first example of relationship was my parents. Okay. Okay. And things that I got from, whether it's good or bad, I got it from their relationship. Mm -hmm. So, and, and this is why sometimes I do understand when men say, oh, stay together for the children. I get it. It doesn't mm -hmm. work for everybody. I'm not saying that you should, but I get it in a sense where the family unit is such a sacred thing. And I feel like in this day and age, people are just thrown away like, like anything. So I'm just gonna... I feel, so, so going back to Chloe and Tristan, yeah. I feel when you have good intentions for your children, yeah. you're not just thinking about the now. Yeah. You're thinking about the bigger picture okay. and how things are going to affect your child, mm -hmm. especially being a girl. Okay, so because he cheated, that's going to affect the child. It's yes. Okay. I personally think it will. Okay. I I don't agree. Um and the reason why I don't agree is because I've been in an environment where my dad was a bad husband, but he's an amazing father. And because he's an amazing father, I've now understood a lot more and I'm in a better headspace. Mm -hmm. And that's me. You know, I've always said that when my mom and dad broke up, I had no relationship with my dad. And I, I think that's when I was at my worst. As soon as my relationship with my dad improved, I became so much more engaged and I understood a lot more. Were you more mature though? What age were you? When my, me and my dad's relationship started working, um, I'll say I was... Because sometimes when you're more mature, you you can put feelings aside if you want to pursue no, so, a relationship. So me, the reason why me and my dad didn't have a good relationship wasn't because of him and my mum. No, no, I'm just saying yeah, no, no, I get when you're, you're more mature, you can, you can yourself pursue that relationship and decide to put feelings to the side. But I just I feel like, so why can't we just give, it, give that reward to the, oh, the... Why can't it be that, oh, no... The dad just played his part. Why has it got to be that I was mature and I was ready? Why can't it be that my dad made himself so available and did his part to allow me to want to have a good relationship? No, I think with him? it takes two, personally. Because because when you're young, you don't have a choice. Your The mum is the one that decides whatever runs, unfortunately, mm -hmm. when you're not together. Mm -hmm. However, when you get to a certain age, you get to decide whether you want a relationship with your dad or not. And because your dad might have been readily available when you're younger, or no, sorry, not you, Dads may be readily available when children are younger, but yeah. the mum, do you know what I mean? Unfortunately, controls the situation. Uh -huh. So dad might have always been ready, but now you're at a mature age. No, you, that's not what happened. No, I'm In not saying yours. Yeah, no, no, yeah. I'm not saying that. But there's a times where children are at a mature age where they can just like, do you know what, mum? I've heard what you said. Regardless of that, I'm still going to choose to pursue a relationship with my dad. So not that your dad, it can't be a thing where your dad wasn't ready and open. 100%. And that may have always been the case. Mm -hmm. But now where you can actually make a decision as to this is what I want to do, mm -hmm. regardless of whatever's happened, it takes both of you because your dad can always be ready and you're not. Just going back to the Tristan thing and everything, I'm against cheating. So before mm -hmm. I say that, but I just feel like saying that a parent is not considering their child because they're cheating, for me, is wise. No, it and is. It it hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, get, I know it affects. I know it affects. I, I, I do think it's, it is a lack of consideration for it, the child, but it does extent. not make you a bad parent. Yeah. I, don't, know, I, do don't, be, I don't believe that. Do you know what? Okay, maybe it doesn't make you a bad parent. I don't At know. all. Maybe. Did I say that? Did I say that? Yeah. Because as, as a parent, we have to understand that we're also human, human beings. 100%. We also, but you know we can we use that as an excuse for everything, but I, get, I do get <laughs> but that. But it's life. No, 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 I get because that. Because the way I see it, you see There's children, a lot of things we can say Our children are with us for yeah. a certain human amount of time. And saying then oh, we're all thing. human, that's an excuse for everything. It's but not, it's the life. It's, 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 it's life. life. It's I know it's life, but we also, if we're going to say it's life, we have to look at the how breaking up a family unit does affect children. 
I'm not. I'm not. So no, it, it, it does. It and, does. And if it's a result of cheating, then your cheating has negatively affected your child. But you know, cheating is like the least reason why a family unit breaks up. Okay, but it's still a reason. Okay, so are we going to carry that as the same way as the other things that? No, we're not talking about the other things. We're talking about Tristan, and that's the reason why. Ugh, Tristan's just... one is the, like. The, if you want me to che- say, you know, I always have these beliefs. I don't even believe. No, that the cheating. The cheating. I believe he's already told. <laughs> this uh, what's the name? Chloe that he's not doing again. And Chloe has said for the Kardashian family, we have to stay as a unit to such a date. So he's just doing what he pleases. I don't think that's what like I think. That. I don't know, but from what I watch, she doesn't seem like, oh yeah, let's just do this. I think seems like that. You, no, the person that I feel that doesn't take no nonsense is Courtney, Courtney and Kendall. Uh, and yes, that's it. But the rest of them, money is. On, sorry, does it, Courtney doesn't take any nonsense from her family. Okay. Courtney, I think recently, yeah. Have you not. Been, she I think Reese, keep it up with the Kardashians. Courtney's always sorry, the one that's okay. like, I'm not, she'll walk out on photo shoot. She'll walk out on this. She don't care. I think recently, but okay. Because she's because she was still coming back on the show. She was, but I'm saying in And t- they were still renewing the contract. She's still signed. No, but Courtney's so, even the first one that says she's not doing it anymore. And I get that. So out of all of them, mm-hmm. I'm not saying to a level of she's the black sheep, but I'm saying out of all of them, mm-hmm. if we're just using them as the example, mm-hmm. she is the most that disagrees with her family. Okay. Out of all of them, I'm not saying she she disagrees 100, mm-hmm. but let's say if she disagrees 60, everyone's less than her. Okay, 100. Confirm, Mokbi. What is it that is in Tristan's body that he just feels that he can just be outside and be cheating? Bang, 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 anyhow, Close to me. opportunity. Yeah. Okay. What but do you mean? You so he, you think he discreet? cheats because he can? What do you think of the situation? Would you not think he would be a bit more discreet? No, I feel like he's not being discreet because he's had the conversation with. Like, babe, Omo, I don't want to do this anymore, but for you, I'll do it for a while. Yeah, to be honest, he is he is not. I can't speak on the on the the flagrancy, but all I can say is that when you're a man, uh, I think men tend to be sexually opportunistic Mm -hmm. um, because usually men are the one pursuing it. It, When it starts to come to you, then you're now in a deciding position, which most men haven't actually practiced for. So now, when it now when it's now coming, conversation is good, and you have to now decide. You're gonna make some terrible decisions along the way, mm-hmm. and so I think that's that's probably what happens for quite a lot of rich and powerful guys. Mm-hmm. Very few of them have all the tools to deal with mm-hmm. the um, the attention that comes with having that kind of status. I can't speak to the the Kardashian side of things. I don't know their family dynamic very well, um, but I, I think when it comes to the the, the kind of topic around what your role is as a father and how your role as a husband, a partner affects your role as a father. Um, you know, I, I, I find myself often having this discussion because um, it's, it's, I'm starting from a different place. I'm starting, first of all, as a Christian. I'm starting as a Yoruba man with a culture and an understanding as to how you're supposed to have children and the family unit and so on. So for me, uh, co-parenting and um, having children out of wedlock wasn't, doesn't even factor into the equation for me. I'm starting from the position of if I have children, it's because it's with my wife. Mm-hmm. So for me, the overall aim in life, like number one, to glorify God and fulfill my purpose and so on. But in terms of family, um, I'm trying to build something that will take what I've been given build on it and provide for somebody else. The Bible says a wise man provides for his children's children. Mm -hmm. So the idea is my grandchildren should be benefiting from the work Mm -hmm. I'm doing now, right? 
So for me, I have to filter every decision through that and sleeping with somebody else clearly is in violation of anything I want to do for my children's children. Mm-hmm. It's not going to help. If, if anything, it increases the risk of, um, you know, flittering away the wealth because now I have a child outside of wedlock who's not part of my family unit or now it has the opportunity of a divorce within the family because it's a legitimate reason to get divorced if you, you know, in a case of adultery. So really and truly, if I love my children and I love my children's children, then, yeah, I kind of see how, you know, me... But the thing is, I think the term bad parent was the sticking yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the the bad parent aspect of it is, is just starts from the place of we're all flawed human beings we're all actually terrible human beings to Mm -hmm. be honest if we're really really honest we're all terrible human beings we get away with some things some things we're able to hide them and whatever but we all make terrible moves and even the even me that i'm saying i'm not cheating on my wife i'm raising my children or i'm doing uh instagram photo shoots to show that i have my kids doesn't mean that i'm not doing things every day with the words that i say or Mm -hmm. the what i model Mm -hmm. um that could be harming my children Mm -hmm. And, and I definitely think that one of the key things that people, I think, let slide quite a bit is when, you're, when you have your marriage, a lot of people make it about their own personal happiness and it really never was about that. Mm. Um, and I think a lot of people are modeling a lot of selfishness for their kids that, that's kind of centered around either this was about my sexual gratification mm. or this was about my sense of pride and ego or my emotional happiness or whatever it is. And all these different models are what kids are picking up on and then running out into the world to go and like replicate it with other people. So, so do I, you think, do you believe that marriage is for your kids then? I believe that marriage is for multiple stakeholders. Kids are one of them. Okay. I believe it's for the community. I believe it's for God. I believe it's for you guys together. I believe it's for so many different people. People, okay. So many people are touched by how your marriage... Do you believe that it's better to stay in an unhappy marriage to have the family unit Mm. than to leave that that marriage or relationship or whatever? Yes, because I believe that it's better to work on how to make the marriage better. I think that... I think that we keep removing a key element out of this, which is the fact that an unhappy marriage is, um, for all intents and purposes, temporary, as temporary as the emotion is. And and a lot of us really do have skill gaps on how to do marriage. A lot of us really do give up before we've ever really learned or allowed marriage to really rub away at some of those rough edges that we need rubbed away. And so we're saying I was unhappy, but the truth is, Maybe you were impatient. Maybe you were lacking communication skills. Maybe you were lacking whatever it was and you just weren't, you just didn't do the work to make the marriage work. Mm -hmm. And so you just said, oh, it didn't work. And then you now left. Like that part I think is the problem. But again, like I said, I'm starting from a scriptural basis. So there are reasons to get divorced. Mm -hmm. If your life is in danger, then by all means get divorced. Mm -hmm. If you are, if there is adultery, you have every means to. Mm -hmm. But so far as you can make it work, even in the case of adultery, you don't have to get divorced. Mm -hmm. You can choose forgiveness and you can choose to try and make it work. And so that's why sometimes I feel like if you don't have like a purpose greater than your own happiness, well, of course your marriage is going to fall apart because Mm -hmm. you're going to be unhappy at some point. And you're going to be deeply unhappy. I'm not going to say that lightly. Like you're going to be yeah. deeply unhappy at some point. But and if you have a purpose bigger than that, you can get past the unhappiness. I've, I've had terrible shows. Yeah. And my love for stand-up got me right back on stage the next week or the next night or whatever. 
And, and so I, I understand that concept, you know, outside of marriage. And so bringing it into marriage, I'm like, yo, it's, you can't really look at it from a place of like, should I stay in an unhappy marriage? Should you work on an unhappy marriage? Hell yes. You know, yeah. I'm right now. I'm I'm learning that that not being selfish thing, man. Because Ooh. and it's really I can't lie to you. Yeah, it's one of the most difficult things ever. What, to not to not to think, not about, think yourself. about yourself. That's literally the whole. No, it's it's, it's, it's so like, it's so because yeah, I've been so close so many times. Like it's not even a joke. But literally, all I think about, and this is like honestly. I think about my children. I think about God. Mm. See, and that's literally me it. getting a divorce is because I thought about my children. Yeah, no. yeah, because I just thought I, I know what kind of life I want for my kids, and mm. it's not even just the material things. I want it's more the mind. Mm. What kind of mind I want my children to have? Like how they talk to people, how they deal with conflict, especially as a man. Mm-hmm. It's so important to me, and I just mm. felt the setup of my marriage would not help them get that. Mm. If so it, it, why, why, why not change the setup of the marriage? Oh, I tried. I, I, be, I believe you, it takes two. Mm. As much as you want to do something, if the other yeah. person's not willing, and especially when I was, I was, oh, so I listened to Worship Tabernacle, mm. and this week here yeah, was about marriage, funny mm. enough. And they were talking about that. You see, us women, yeah, it's in our nature to want to be in control. Mm. Like it's just in, it's in us to just want to take control. So it's in the, in your marriage. With the love you have for that man, you're meant to just play your position. No, I would surrender say play your position. Not even surrender. They said mm. you don't even use the word. You just have to understand that part of this marriage is me being submissive mm-hmm. and understanding the dynamics of our relationship. Mm-hmm. So even when I would want things to work and I would mm-hmm. want us to try, I can't force you to do certain things. Like I can't force you to go marriage counseling. I can't force mm-hmm. you to, you know, have certain conversations if you don't want to have it. I can yeah. hope you will. And if, if if it comes to the point of where I realize you're not you're not trying to do this, and I know it's not good for my kids, like having my kids come up to me and say, "Mommy, are you sad again?" Yeah. It's the again for me. Do you know those kind yeah. of words again? Or like I realize I'm not really willing to spend time with my kids. I'd rather just be upstairs. I don't want to be around them and stuff like that. What kind of love am I showing them? Yeah, I, th- I think um, what you're saying rings true, and what you're saying is powerful. But I I don't I don't come to the same conclusion that you do. Simply because, I mean, I mean, you mentioned worship tabernacle, but like, did you guys get married in a church? Did you commit yeah. your marriage to yeah. the Lord? So, yeah, this is a common thing that, like, every marriage that at least is honoring God mm-hmm. faces, which is that you can you, you realize very quickly you cannot enforce anything. The mm-hmm. whole concept of two people coming together mm-hmm. can two work unless they agree is that you have to find an agreement. And so, if the one thing you can agree on mm-hmm. is that the Lord is this third strand in the threefold cord that's not easily broken is that you've always got someone to go and report them to. Oh, so that if, person if you, is the If you enforcer. put it like that, I won't say like we were holy like that in the sense of we and, got we got married in a church, yes. We went through the whole church process, yes, and everything. We are not so scriptured educated when mm-hmm. it comes to the Bible and everything. I will not create some story that's not true. Mm-hmm. But what I will say is the ugly truth about my marriage is I rushed. And that may be the case, but there are many people that it's like it's not often uh, the thing about yeah I get it I get what you're saying but I think that it's um, the, the the key here is that the, the, it's not really the amount of time that it takes or it's not really like 
how much consideration you give it. It's actually about putting a firm foundation in and building on something that isn't solid mm-hmm. uh, is exposed when the times come, right? Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, those who mm-hmm, faint in the mm-hmm. day of adversity, their strength is little. Mm-hmm. So the idea is, you know, you build it on the rock, it stands when the storm comes, you build it on the sand, it falls apart. So if you build your marriage on the basis of, oh, we're sexually compatible, or I like you, or you make good money, or we're good, we're a cute couple, or um, I'm in love, <laughs> he or said we're any a cute of these couple. things, like all of these things, they fall apart of very, course, very quickly. But when you build it on something that's bigger than you, something if there's if there's nothing in this world bigger than you, you're missing out on a very key component. You see how you said, I think about God and my kids. The reason why God is able to get you to do things that you don't feel like doing is because you've allowed something to be bigger than you. Mm-hmm. And so if you're if there's nothing bigger than the two of you in your marriage, well, then it's just going to be a battle of the wills, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's going to be like, I want to go to counseling. I don't want to go to counseling. And then it falls mm-hmm. apart. But if you both have something that is bigger than you, it's like, all right, I don't like what you're saying. You don't like what I'm saying. But there's one person that we both agree we have to listen to. Mm-hmm. And that's God. And that's God then you've always got a place to go back mm-hmm. to, even when you feel like there's no hope at all. So I'm just going to be a devil's advocate, even though it's the wrong term, but let's look at those people who are not religious mm. and their marriages work. And they say the same thing. It's hard. Yeah. You know, they go through it, mm-hmm. but they make it work. And yeah. the key thing is because both people want to make it work. So yeah. like, I'm religious, but I'm just, there's not everyone that listens to this is probably religious or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's not everyone that's religious. Yeah. But when you look at it, religious, religion or not, mm-hmm. right? It takes two. Mm-hmm. If two people don't want to make it work, yeah. it is not going to work. Whether you, 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 I feel like you're talking from a place of you're married, mm-hmm. you're happy in your marriage. Even let's Who even told say, you that? no, I'm I'm, 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 let's even just in case you didn't. Right <laughs> <laughs> he said that so quick. <laughs> yeah. He said that so quick. He said no, but. Let's even let's not even use let's say someone is married, right? And mm. they're happy in their marriage, but they're really going through it. Mm. But in the back of their in their mind or their heart, they're still gonna fight for this marriage. Yeah. Right. But when one person doesn't feel like that, there mm. is nothing you can do. You can bring any scripture, you can bring any friend, you can bring any family member, mm. religious or not, it's not going to work. Yeah, there's nothing you can do. hundred yeah. percent. But it, the Bible says that. This, the this, the rain falls on the just and the unjust. That means there are certain yeah. principles that regardless of whether you're good or you're not good, yeah, exactly. if you use yeah, that or you're, you're yeah. Christian or not, not Christian, Christian, there's yes. certain principles. And one of them is, can two walk together unless they agree? So yeah. if two people who are not Christians agree on something, they can still make stuff happen. Yeah, 100%. But here's the thing. Every day we run into problems that we realize are bigger than us. Mm. And so we need to go to somebody, somebody who's bigger than us to deal with them. Now for those people, they have things that they claim are bigger than them. So for some people, it's their belief in um, mm. love conquers all, mm. right? And if they both agree on that, then that might be enough to get them through the problem. Mm. But the thing is, there's always going to be another problem that love conquers all doesn't deal with. And then they have to come up with something else. For some people, it's money. And so even if the worst things happen, the idea of don't mess up with the money, that might be what keeps them together. Mm. So everybody has something bigger than themselves. Mm. And it's not... a whether you say I'm a Christian or whatever, everybody worships something. Yeah. We're all created to worship. So we all worship something. I'm just saying, when you worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, there's nothing bigger than him. There's nothing bigger than him. So no matter whatever problem faces, you go back to him. But one thing that you made clear was that you guys were not going to him. Mm. You guys were, you know, you, you you go to the church to get married, but this is like I'm talking about like on a day-to-day, like mm-hmm. Lord. 
Show me how to love this guy. Mm-hmm. Show me how to deal with this pain that I'm feeling right now. My body is shaking. Deal with him. <laughs> so no, no, but this is but this yeah. is the real thing that I'm talking yeah. about. Like on mm-hmm. a, like I'm talking about like mm-hmm. this is a lesson I'm teaching myself as of last night, as of this morning, and <laughs> so on. It's not. I'm not here to preach and proselytize. I've never been married, yeah. but it seems like these two are just going. They're just like, oh, <laughs> 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 but it's what real is though. Heavy, heavy. One is breathing heavy. One is like I've been tonight. It's hard. It's hard. I can't lie to you. Because this is what helps you understand the love of God. You know what the thing is, yeah? You guys are saying it's hard, it's hard. You guys are still married. Yes. Yeah. Even when I left, mm. I was still praying like God. I don't want to be a single mom. Mm. Like, this is not what I want for myself. Help me. Mm. I remember like those vulnerable nights, like, I'll be like, help me. But one thing I always say is that God gives you the freedom to make your own decisions. Yeah, of course. And it's like, do you know how painful it is to know that you're praying and asking God for help and you know that other person's not doing the same? It's painful, but... It, do you understand? It's, it's painful, but then the thing is... It's not out of the marriage. I'm talking about out of the marriage. I'm not talking about in the marriage. I'm talking about out of the marriage. I'm saying out of the marriage, It's even worse though. in the marriage, I'll be honest with you. But I'm saying out of the marriage, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's worse <laughs> in the marriage, but I'm praying like... <laughs> when you're out of the marriage, sometimes I won't even expect you to be praying because we're out of it. No, but I'm no, saying but when you're out of the marriage, and I'm praying, like I said, I believe. Sorry. I, even out of the marriage, yeah, I want to just ask a question. And um, it's nothing personal to anybody mm-hmm. here, but I'm just saying if you're out of the marriage, let's say, for example, you're, you're a Christian, you, you're serving God, you're praying, like mm-hmm. you said, help me, help me, Lord, whatever. And you're the one that's getting tired. Mm-hmm. But the other person is not seeking God, but the person is not ready to give up. Mm-hmm. How do you come to a, it's like, Regardless, like mm-hmm. I don't know if you're okay, but mm-hmm. you're the one that's still left. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? Even though you're the one that was seeking God yeah. in that situation, mm-hmm. the other person didn't give up. Mm-hmm. So is it really well, a I God say the thing? Other person, I wouldn't say the other person didn't give up. I I would say the other person didn't make any effort. No, but then the thing is, remember we've always spoken about it, where it's like <laughs> you leave in this film trick. Okay, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. He so like, never, like, no he one ever thought, leave, thought the, he would leave. Like, she would ever leave. Like, even yeah. to the point where when she leaved, it was surreal yeah. for like a year. Which <laughs> not too. Yeah. Like, it was but, very surreal. So that's what that I person I was carried, so comfortable, he never saw an end date yeah. to the marriage. I carried you get my mean? husband on my head. Like, he mm. could enter my brain. Like, and that's, and that's what I wanted my children to see, that even without anything, like, with everything that goes on, that is still... Who I then saw as my king, as like mm. my world. Mm. But when the love wasn't equal, mm. it became a problem. And you know mm. what? When you were saying about the whole like um your when you love your kids, you'll make sure the marriage and everything, you know, works. And that's why I'm so against it, because I feel like when you love your wife, mm. you will make sure the marriage works. Now I'm talking about as a role, the role as a father. Yeah, the, I know. The role of, as a parent as well. What are you talking about the husband? Yeah, because I, I feel like as a as a as a husband, mm. I feel like the love you have for your wife and how she is, and vice versa, actually, even the love you have for your husband, I feel I feel like you see it in your children. Here's the thing, though. We, I think we need to get clearer on what we're saying in terms of the love, because okay, maybe not the, love, but how you both. Have an agreement that this mm. is going to work. Yeah. No matter elaborate, what happens. Elaborate. elaborate. <laughs> I want what I wanted to say. Actually, <laughs> what I wanted to say about the love is because I feel like I feel like I only really started loving my wife in like the past. I want to say like six months. Mm. 
and because, because wait, I feel hold like, on, wait, hold on. I Before like, you can let him lie, let me give it to let him lie. Yes, lie. Wait, no, ten years before I get loved. But everyone lied. The process, the process I'm talking about, is is that love is not meant for the good times. Love is not meant for when mm-hmm. me and my wife mm-hmm. were taking our trips. Holidays and, and you know, all of that stuff. Making love and you feel, oh my goodness, I love this. This is great. This is That wasn't love. the love that was required out of me. The love that was required was, are you going to serve your wife and meet her needs even when she flat out looks you in the face and says, I'm not going to serve yours? That to me, was like a whole mind-blowing moment. I always struggled with the concept of what God's love was for me. I always sounded like some ethereal nonsense that people talked about. Like, God loves you and loves you and blah, blah, blah. But when I started to deep it, like, in terms of how... It, 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 almost, it almost seems intuitive to me that, like, if I if God says, all right, don't, um, don't watch porn, and I go watch porn, now he's pissed off with me. But the idea that someone would go, do you know what? I'm not happy with what you just did, but I still love you. I'm going to give you another day to try again. And I'm going to give you another day to try again. I'm going to give you another day to try again. Like that concept to me absolutely blew my mind. Now you've received that love. Now go give that love to somebody else. Now you'll be shaking. Because now you have to let somebody be hurting you. And you still love it. I by the same, you're once bitten, twice shy. You're not getting me a second time. <laughs> and this is the problem. <laughs> no, but it's what we do. Yeah. You'll be like, how many times has he done it? Three times now. Nah, fuck it. Like, fuck him. Nah. But don't you, do you feel, know what I mean? Mm, maybe do, a lot. But, but do you realize how many times you require forgiveness? Yeah, but it's not about me. That's the problem. <laughs> That's the problem. When people want forgiveness, they believe in endless mm. forgiveness. When people are required to give forgiveness, that's when they start putting limits on it. But, and that's when I say that you really start to understand what it is to love somebody. And I only really started getting that recently because I was doing very much what you're saying. This isn't equal. I'm giving more than I'm getting and so mm. on. And I'm feeling like that's the problem. The problem here is like, it, you know, have you ever heard of that depiction about like what heaven and hell looks like in terms mm. of the banquet? And like, you know, the, the uh, heaven is like, uh, no, so like hell is like people with... Uh, extra long spoons to attach to their hands and so they can't quite get the food into their mouth it's so long and heaven is like everyone's using their spoons to feed each other because it's so long they can actually just use it to feed each other mm. everyone gets fed so the, that depiction shows me that like the, the the dynamic that's required for marriage is two people Selfless. two servants who are being selfless mm-hmm. and loving each other. They both end up being loved mm-hmm. and they neither one of them has to worry about giving too much because they both give their all. Mm-hmm. But when you start to count uh, and, you know, do the accounting on the pennies, like I gave you this, you owe me this, and blah, 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 blah. There's always room for both sides to feel hard done by. And that way, and that way you realize that you're not actually operating in love. You're actually mm-hmm. operating out of love for yourself and you're trying to love them as a means towards loving yourself. Mm. And that is just a, a constant loop of selfishness. And two selfish people trying to get love out of each other is 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 it doesn't work. I can I can I can testify to that from real life experience. Mm. Let's just have a moment. I was just about to say that. <laughs> let's, just, let's just have a moment. So we have to selflessly love. 
Do you know what? It's hard. Max has said it's hard. You do it with your kids, though. How many times do your kids annoy you? Let's be honest. Do you know what, though? But then, do you know what? I said it before, though. The love I have for my child is different. This is why God asked us to be childlike. How many times have you shouted at your child? You've told them off. They'll even cry and come to you for a You're so mad. My daughter, today... Like I said in Europe, but like my friend called, like serious one, if you don't behave. Mm-hmm. And this is her mommy, Coco. And she came to hug me. And I was yeah. just like, as I'm smacking her, she's the one that's like, yeah. <laughs> that I'm the so one that she forgiving. runs to. They're yeah. so like they're forgiving. so forgiving. Okay, but with 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 dating, yeah. You don't need to bring that kind of energy into you do in everything you do. What okay, what energy are you talking about? This selfless. You can't last. I suggest you behave yourself. <laughs> what being selfless? Let me rephrase it. <laughs> basically, mm. what you've basically said, mm. do, does it, uh, is that required in no, when you're just dating I don't someone? Mean, I didn't mean that. I was just going to say that we're doing all of this when you get married. Mm. You don't do all of that when you're dating. Why? Do you know what it's, I think the I love think aspect do. is something that we're supposed to What's wrong practice for for everybody. Sorry, you know what is these girls know too much about everybody, so everybody okay. knows what they're doing. So oh, wow. continue. It's a madness. It's a real madness. Okay. I was just saying that like yo, when it comes to um loving uh, people, like you get every day to practice. Yeah. Um, but so you, you can the practice only... with your friends. Yes. Yeah. You should you should yeah. practice um selflessly loving each other. But I think when it comes to Dating with and, so, and friendships and friendships and so on. It's just really about the level of intimacy. And so, yeah, you know, in terms of how much, you know, it, like I still believe boundaries are health, health healthy <laughs> and helpful. And so, somebody who is not your husband should not have the same access as exactly. somebody who's your husband, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. So now it's not a matter of I'm loving you less. Now mm-hmm. it's a matter of the level of um, intimacy has to match the level of commitment. Mm-hmm. And so we're not at that level of commitment, so yeah. we're not at that level of intimacy. Mm. So that means you know you we're not gonna share our finances, for example. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because we're not at that level mm. of commitment mm-hmm. right now. But does that mean that um I can't buy you a meal or spend some money on you or use it as a way to show you that I love you? No, of course not. You can still do those things, but Am I now financially responsible for you? No. 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 Because no. we're not at that level of financial intimacy. Yeah. So I think that it's just we need to be clear on like yeah, but finance, loving people and how much you let them example. I'm talking about the non-material things. Like, like? It's so easy to say, oh yeah, well, we're not married. So obviously you're not, that's like, like a word. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? If I decide to support you financially, it's a choice. It's not mm-hmm. an obligation. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying the whole like... How can I explain it? Like the whole making an effort intentionally or, you know, you have a bad day. So when I think about when me and my ex-husband were together and we were just dating, Mm. I will say one of the mistakes I made is that, or it might not be a mistake, but I treated our relationship like a marriage from the beginning. So when there was issues, I will never give up. I will still push through. I was still, but I'm then thinking now, maybe I should have not. Like, But why though? Because if I didn't, the, the marriage still failed. Over the same sort of issues that yeah, were but, there. Yeah, but it's better for it. I think it's better to for it to fail knowing you gave it a hundred percent. Really? Ra- rather than even while you're dating. Yeah, but rather than 
I didn't put enough in. Oh, what if I did put enough in? Would it have worked? I'd rather know that I did what I did and mm-hmm. it was a natural thing for me. And I I'm, I was happy with the commitment that I gave but you. But no matter what, there will always be a what if. Because now my what if is maybe when there was issues at the start, if I'd left, I wouldn't be a single mom. So when you say you gave it 100%. I, tr- what- I just treated it like a marriage. When there was issues, I would not give up. I would like find a way for us to make work through it. Just how you would do in a marriage. So the, those, but, those, I think that's admirable. But yeah. I, I think, and I think that's a great quality to have for yourself. You know, resilience, I think, is mm-hmm. one of the key indicators of success across the board. Mm-hmm. So having the resilience, whether it's in relationships or in business or whatever it is, I think that's great. But I also think that, like, resilience without wisdom is is also a key recipe for disaster. Mm-hmm. So if you were just saying, like, I'm going to stick this through, um, I think you were doing half of the story. I don't think you were giving 100%. I think 100% would be, and we also need wisdom as to how this is not going to continuously be a problem. Mm-hmm. So and communication. So the, com- the communication, the learning, the spiritual growth, the, change, the yeah, emotional yeah. growth. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if, if you are working through something, it doesn't work. It, you're not worked through when you feel better or when mm-hmm. you've forgotten about it or when you've moved on. Mm-hmm. You've worked through it when you, you are now in a stronger position yeah. to not allow this to be a consistent problem for mm-hmm. you. And if that's not happening, you're just really kicking the can down the road and you're going to like revisit it again and again and again down the road. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like, you know, sometimes when we feel like we've done all our best, I feel like sometimes we've done all our best in one area, but there are other areas mm-hmm. that we kind of need to address, mm-hmm. um, you know, so that like the problems that you are facing and, and you can't throw the baby out with a bathwater. So you can't say, oh, because I was... So resilient with this guy back then. I'm not doing that ever again. Like, that was a good thing. That was a good thing. Yeah. But it needs wisdom. It needs guidance. It needs somebody to come alongside you and say, what you're doing is good, sis. But uh, you guys together need to work through this problem fully. Mm-hmm. You need to have some accountability in place. You need to have, like, you need to be able to say, if this comes up again, here's our game plan for how we're going to deal with this. And it's going to involve bringing in somebody who we both respect Mm -hmm. and addressing that, like, look, this problem's happening again and we need help. Like, it's not going to be a case of, oh, like, I feel better now, so we've moved on. And then three months later, we're back in the same place. Yeah. That's what I think. Thank you. My pleasure. Ted's (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So are you going to have resilience? (laughs) Resilience. In your your dating life. Do you know what, though? For me, I feel like what he said was true in terms of we shouldn't have that, oh, I did this before and it was taken for granted, so I'm not going to do that again. And I think I do that quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So I'm quite I'm a, I'm quite submissive in a relationship. Perfect. Like, stupidly, like, stupidly submissive. And I'm I'm such a... I'm, I don't want to know... I don't know if it's a flaw or not, but I forgive, like, easy oh, and I forget about it. Yeah, that's fantastic. But... I keep getting my door off. <laughs> Sorry, it's not even funny. <laughs> I keep getting my door off. So I said, fuck it. I'm not forgiving nobody. <laughs> so when you say you're submissive in a relationship, what does that what does that look like for you? Um, so submission in, in, in terms of like, I'm still quite argumentative. Like I still say what's on my mind and okay. stuff. But ultimately, I do respect his decision. In what, what Ultimately, what he says goes. And that that's just how I am. Like I'm, I'm somebody who wants to take care of the home. Mm. Or like when when myself and my ex partner live together, I'm the person that took care of the home. Mm. I'm very much uh, okay. So what are we doing now? So what's the plan for this? Like mm. oh, if I want to do something, or I'll give an I'll pass an idea through him, and I'll be like, yeah. so what do you think? Like 
it would be always through him sort of thing. Yeah. And I don't know if that's a case of me just needing a man to make a decision in my life or it was me being submissive. I genuinely don't know. But I always considered him. Yeah, I mean, it, it goes back to what I was saying before. It sounds to me like more of an intimacy issue. Like, I think there was an inappropriate amount of intimacy for the level of commitment, commitment. that you had. Mm. Like, you had a commitment where you could basically say, I break up with you and that's the end of it. Yeah. But then you were giving this person the exact, uh, like, Same all the access. Of, yeah. yeah. All the, that you would give your husband. And so in that position, like, you being submissive or you being, um, you know, somewhat uh, willing to defer mm-hmm. to his judgment is a good thing. But it should be something. It should be referred for to. Should be given to. It should be given to somebody who has made the choice to um, to commit to you, and then also to take the responsibility for the decision. Mm. Right. The idea of submitting to a guy is that you are the one that I'm going to go with, but you're the one who also holds the responsibility. So now, if what your decision does affects us as a family it has to hit you first right mm-hmm. because you're the one that took you're the leader you mm-hmm, go in mm-hmm, first so mm-hmm. if you say this is the door we should go into and there's a, a fire there you get he should first, get burnt right? first yeah so, okay but, but, <laughs> 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 but yo but the, the, the key here is that if you give somebody who is not going in first the idea that they can make all the decisions or not make all the decisions but that they they get the final word without the responsibility that comes with it then you you set yourself up for a position in which they can renege on the responsibility whilst also having exercised the authority. And then you end up feeling like I got mugged off. But, you know, it's really just a matter of let the commitment match the intimacy. That I, I think that, that that is a really good... That's my takeaway for today. Yeah, man. I think I think in general, Honestly. like, we should all be looking for it. And I, I know that some guys will hear this and be like, oh, like... What are you doing, bro? Like, relax. Like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be. Like, what's your problem? But I think for all of us, I think we should when all be so. looking for a way to try and make sure that we don't overextend ourselves in intimacy without the right level of commitment. But, okay. and, and sorry, go on, babe. Go on. No, 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 sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was gonna say, like, for me, I look at submission as like three levels. Mm. So we submit into each other. Okay. Then I submit up to you, onto mm. you. Mm-hmm. You submit to God. Mm-hmm. And for me, I, I look at that hierarchy because I said to my husband, listen, I think we we're arguing today, yeah? I think. <laughs> and- <laughs> <laughs> Why does that make so much sense to me? <laughs> and I said, I was like, you know me. I was like, I'm not going to submit to a man that has not submitted himself to God. So you go report yourself. I'll go report myself. I did. Because she said, I, I think. Just, yeah, no, I did. Because... Listen, my life ultimately, obviously it's in God's hands, but God mm. has put you here. Mm. And whatever you do will directly affect me. Mm-hmm. So I need to know that your wisdom is coming from God. It's not coming from social media. It's mm. not coming from here. It's not coming from there. Mm-hmm. So for me, I look I look for those. Me, we submit to each other in terms of, you know, we love each other. As mm. you said, we feed each other. Like we make sure each other's good. I ultimately submit to you. You're the leader of the house. You're the head of the house. Mm-hmm. You, I need to know. I need to know that you, that's the head of the house, has submitted yourself to God. Mm-hmm. To God. Yeah, I mean, but that decision's made at marriage, though. You realize that, right? Because that decision, <laughs> but, after, after that, you don't get the chance to assess his submission and submit based on that. 
Because the Bible is very clear on the fact that even if you have an unbelieving husband, that he can be won, we can even be won over by your when he observes your your submissive nature. So the idea mm-hmm. is that submissive, being submissive, is the power that's given to you to draw him back to God. Mm-hmm. Because I tell you, the first thing that happens to a man when uh, when, you, when, your wife, like, when your wife when oh. your <laughs> when your wife goes, do you know what? As the the head and leader. I'm going to go with you. Mm-hmm. The first thing that happens is a slight bit of panic. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, like, now, now there's no one else to blame. Yeah. So now it's like, now the best it thing you can do from there work. on out is to go and pray for him. Do you know what it is? That's when the best you thing say, you can okay, do. Babe, whatever you say goes. Yeah. And he'll be like, all right, so what do you, what do you think? Babe? <laughs> <laughs> so so, so I might be like, look, 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 I don't want to make all this things myself. Okay. It's 2022. What are you saying then? I feel like, no, whatever you say goes. We'll be like, what, like now? Like, okay, let me give me, give me time to decide. Give me exactly. Time. You spend so much time fighting over the authority, but the responsibility I'm is practicing. Yeah, no, the, the, yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm practicing all of that through dating. Because I've I've established that. I've spoken about how my marriage worked and didn't work or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, being single, I've been able to accept where I went wrong okay. in my marriage. Okay. So now when I'm dating... I'm kind of acting how I want to be as a wife, mm. not because I'm trying to get that person to dis- decide I'm that what they need. Mm-hmm. It's more of a selfish thing, to be honest. So I, it becomes a habit. Mm. So if I'm with the right person, mm. it wouldn't be an issue how I behave. He mm. will embrace it the way it needs to be. Mm. But if I feel like he's not embracing it how it needs to, then I know I just need to leave. Because I think one of my problems is I want people to always like me. So the guy I'm with, I want him to see the good in me all the mm. time. And because of that, I may act a certain way. Now, if he's not good for me, instead of me to leave, I want to convince him that he should treat me better, which I shouldn't. Mm. Do you understand? So now what I just do is I'm just myself. If it's that I like to cook, I'm going to cook. If if it's not for you, I will see that it's not for you mm. by me being myself, that me trying to pretend mm. to be what I think I need to like do. Like doing it in stages mm. or yeah. I'm not going to you now. Yeah. I, don't get me wrong. Sometimes I backtrack though. I'll be like, nah, I'm not doing that again. But then I remind myself where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I'm like, huh, you don't want to be, huh, once beaten, twice, you don't want it. What would be your story the next time? So I'm just you like, said okay. forgive. That's what I'm saying. That <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That I got divorced once. <laughs> I cannot say I'm going to get divorced again. Mm. So if I'm not getting divorced again, mm. and I'm saying no matter what, I'm staying there, I better choose wisely. Mm. So it's better for me to just show you who I really Medium. am. Yeah. And if you can deal with it, then we'll work. And if you can't, then I just know. Do you want to swap seats so you can lie down on the couch? Because I feel like this turned to therapy real quick. <laughs> like, this, like, <laughs> this, got, this got very therapeutic. Very very, very no, but I, I, I feel you on what you're saying. And I feel like we need to, sometimes we need to stop with the behavior modification and trying to, just fix stuff in terms of what we do, but like really work on like who we are. So then it's not a matter of like, I'm conditional about who I am. It's like, oh, I love because I'm a loving person and God Mm. loved me. And I serve because God served me when he didn't have to. And I, and I find that as a good way to express God's love on earth or whatever else it is. Like what I had to realize for myself in terms of like loving my wife when I didn't feel like she was meeting my needs was the fact that I had to ask myself, what who are you? If who you are is always dependent on what your wife does for you, then you don't even know who you, you are as a person. Mm. So, and, and when you start working out those problems for yourself, you stop, you know, using other people as an excuse to be disobedient 
or using other people as an excuse to not be the best version of yourself, then oh, you, you hit a whole new level now. Mm. Now you now you really start to take accountability on a day-to-day basis, like you said, where you start to look and say, okay, this is what I did wrong. Mm. And that's what you focus on rather than using what they did wrong mm-hmm. as a reason mm-hmm. to continuously do wrong. So I, I feel like that what you're doing is 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 powerful, so but you know. With uh, with wisdom and guidance, I feel like you know it'll yield good results. <laughs> Sorry, it's true. Honestly, no one's laughing. This girl's just a mad babe, unfortunately. So you just have to deal with first. Maxi said it's really hard not thinking about myself. That's what she started off with. Mm. So I'm saying it's the selflessness that you're finding hard. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I feel like there's just so much. Banter and tea, belief, all of this conversation. <laughs> I'm like here just talking, like, you know, so this is what I think. But really, the group chat is where this conversation is happening. It's going to happen after. Okay, so apparently, most times when um, the divorce that happens in a marriage, mm. um, 70% of the time it's the women mm. that propose for yeah. the divorce. Yes. Yeah. Why is it that men, don't, is it, yeah, don't, fight don't for it. no, not even don't fight for it, that because I'm sure. We've both gone through the same emotions mm. in the same marriage. Yeah. So why is it that I'm I can't take it, but you can? I feel like men don't. Like men fame. will never like. They'll never say, "Oh, I felt like, if our marriage failed, it's because you left." And do you know what? Yeah, mm. a man never says, "Oh, I'm a divorce." Yeah, a woman will say, "Yeah, I'm divorced." A man would be like, "My wife left me." <laughs> It's you. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Mm. I think it's you. That, 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 doesn't mean, that doesn't mean that they didn't want to leave. No, it's 100%. Just it's just, just the fact that they yeah. cannot be. Yeah. So think, if a marriage fails, yeah. has the man failed? Um, if the marriage fails, has the man failed? Yes. Not necessarily. Okay. Not necessarily. Why? I Why? mean, there are many situations in like, which he may have failed. Okay. But, you know... It, in terms of him failing, like if he had, if he was the one that committed adultery, mm-hmm. then he has failed in a, in a certain aspect to maintain his vows. Mm-hmm. The aim was to maintain his vows. I broke the vows. I failed in that in that mm-hmm. regard. But in terms of like keeping a marriage together, it can feel like failure, but it's not failure. Um, the reason why I say so is because um, I think we've kind of been done a disservice because we've been socialized so differently. Mm. Um, and and I think some of that difference in the socialization is causing this polarized problem, which is affecting both of us. Mm. But um, I don't think we're ready to deal with it yet because it requires throwing away so much of what we've mm. internalized. So here's how guys are being socialized. Guys are being socialized that um, your, your emotions don't matter. Mm. Nobody cares. No one's coming to save you. Deal with it. Um, and when, uh, when things get rough, find a solution any way possible, take this off the table, find any solution any other way. And for some guys that works out as like, I'm just going to cheat on my wife. I'm just going to find a strip or prostitute, Mm -hmm. deal with that on the side because she's not having sex with me. And then like in their compartmentalized brain, that's how they're dealing with it. Mm -hmm. And for what women are being sold is that you're supposed to be happy. You're supposed to have everything. You're supposed to, everything's supposed to work out for you. This is not what you signed up for. And so the extreme stoicism and the extreme sensualism or sensuality of, of, of that women are approaching to marriage with are leaving both of them severely yes. underprepared for having a good marriage and, and improving the marriage. Mm. So the women are going, I don't feel good, so I'm leaving. And the men are going... This doesn't feel good, so I'm going to do nothing. I'm going to just, like, grit it it out. out. Mm. And so the gritting it out kind of makes you feel a bit better because you're like, well, at least I didn't leave. And the women 
are going, I did what I had to do because I wasn't happy. Why are you looking at <laughs> Why are you taking it? I feel I like you're just like, in my improv, I was just like, this is where we're Do you think as parents, we're maybe not misleading our kids, but we're not teaching them what reality is? Yes, 100%. I think a lot of us are not teaching our kids what. Do you know what kids really need to see? Mm-hmm. Kids really need to see, um, in varying stages, obviously, I'm not saying like at conflict preschool age, but that, yeah. what they want to see is, what they need to see is conflict resolution. Mm-hmm. What they need to see is forgiveness. Yeah. What they need to see is unconditional love. Yeah. And and they're not seeing unconditional love. They're mm-hmm. seeing very conditional love mm-hmm. based on personal happiness. See, my, don't, do, I don't know about you guys, but my children have taught me as much as I've taught them. It's very yeah. real. Yeah, of Out of the mouth of, of babes. The Lord has ordained his praise. Amen. So of it's course. like it's the kids you don't the Bible says don't let anybody despise your youth. Mm. Because the, the the kids have something to teach us as well. 100%. They, are, they are just as but I mean we're responsible for them and yeah. we're the primary ones to teach them. But yo, God uses the the the, the foolish things of the world to shame sure. the wise. Yeah. So it's like anything can be a lesson, really, if you're paying attention. Yeah. So sorry, going back to what you said, what is personal happiness? Because how you feel So how I feel doesn't matter or it's not, It doesn't matter is, enough The thing is Feelings come and go yeah. So that unhappiness Is going to end soon When? But No but Even your happiness Like it's a feeling A feeling is momentary I understand It's momentary When? when? So based having, Making a decision Based on how you feel In that moment Okay you're probably going to regret it. Soon. What is a moment? So can I say something? So, if I got a job and my job makes me happy, I'm going to regret it soon. No. No. Doesn't no, make no. me happy. Because but if, if, you, if, you, if you make, a, if you make your entire career about taking jobs that make you happy, in the long term, you can find yourself dissatisfied. Mm. So okay. what I'm saying is that emotions um, are terrible leaders, but they're a great feedback loop. Right, so it's good to understand your emotions. I'm I'm not here for the extreme stoicism where you behave like there are no emotions, mm-hmm. but you have to understand that these are not supposed to lead you. Mm. But right? that's what I'm saying. So what? So what is the goal? Because my goal is to be happy. Exactly. So yeah, what is the goal? And the pursuit of happiness you got is the what leads a goal, lot of us. No, so what's the goal? Oh, the, I don't know. The, the, okay, go. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I was just gonna say that fundamentally, it's to honor God. That's the only thing that provides true satisfaction over this. To know God and to honor God. Like that's literally, the that's the that's the goal. Okay, what's the that, goal in your marriage? To, to honor, honor God. God. In your marriage. Yeah. Yeah. To honor God. So, okay, both I get honoring, that. I get, I get yeah. it though. Because you yeah. believe if you if you both have the same goal of honoring God, then yeah. things like your marriage will mm-hmm. align to that honor. So it should work. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I won't cheat on my wife, not just because it's wrong, but because that would be dishonoring God. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I won't, you know, speak poorly to her. I won't. You know, mistreat the kids or whatever it is. Like if you if you make that the aim, mm-hmm. the Bible says if you seek first the kingdom mm-hmm. of God, all these other things these get things added. To, added yeah. So I you chase these you. other things, but you can I, I feel like we chase your tail. Not that what you're saying is not realistic because mm. it is and it's the truth. But unfortunately, that is not how everyone lives, even as Christians. Like the goal is to honor God, and I just want our listeners to hear things on a very realistic I feel basis you, I feel you. because we we are talking in a in a in a in a space of. Christians who yeah, are following, yeah. but realistically speaking, mm. someone who is still honoring God and does believe in God or believes in some sort of higher being, mm. what is what would you say is the goal? But I, well, so, because I, what so, would you say? Because what I say for okay, me, I, could, go. I was no, just going to say that I, I, the only thing I can ever say is um, what has worked for me, right? Mm-hmm. 
Now, if I'm to give advice generally, I can mm-hmm. speak on those principles. Like I said, that the no rain falls on both the just, yeah, yeah, all of those kind of things. Those are general principles, mm-hmm. but I can't promise you the results because you yeah. can't get the results without the power behind yeah, yeah, yeah. it, right? 100%. So if you are not Christian listening to this, I understand. Like, I, it's sometimes frustrating hearing Christians talk because Christian, it just feels like, well, what Everything makes you feel like you know everything? Like, yeah, relax, yeah, man. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But what I'm trying to say to you is, it, it's like if you want to try and, um, if you want to try and use. Your uh, you got the best Apple phone, mm-hmm. the latest iPhone, but you haven't got a network connection, mm-hmm. right? A lot of or, or Wi-Fi, a lot of those features that you could use to get the best out of that phone are always going to be missing. Mm-hmm. You got the best iPhone in your hands, and yes, you can show people I've got an iPhone and everything, mm-hmm. but without that connection, it's never really going to get you where you're going. Mm-hmm. And so, you may be able to stand with somebody else who does mm-hmm. and say, we both got iPhone. What are you talking about? Mine works just fine. Mm-hmm. I'm able to take cool. pictures or yeah. whatever it is. But when the day comes that there's a function that you need and you don't have it, that's the day you realize what you're missing. Mm-hmm. And so what I'm saying is, I'm telling you what has worked for me mm-hmm. because I have tried it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've tried it in many different ways. Mm-hmm. And... If you are if you are not Christian or you don't believe in God or you believe in a different version, mm-hmm. I can't speak to that because you're starting from a completely different place. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you what the goal is. In fact, when I was here on on uh, free shirts, I think Keith said, um, "Oh, but what about you know those of us who don't believe in God?" I was like, "I don't understand why you don't get married." To be fair, I really don't. Yeah, uh, a lot of you do. A lot of people find something. By God, like, yeah, but yeah. I, I don't understand why you do it. Like, if, even with all the pitfalls and like the divorce rates and mm-hmm. blah blah blah. Yeah, I would give up hope as well. But literally, because my hope is in Christ, like that's the only reason why I keep going. So I try and find a way to somehow make it palatable, and I can sort of give you some of those tips and medicines and mm-hmm. you know little pearls and whatnot. But at the end of the day, all of it means nothing if you don't have that firm foundation. Found it and then everything's shaky. So I am um, I, I believe in God in everything I do. I even think I've gotten a lot closer. So mm-hmm. even stuff like losing weight, I can go to God. I can go mm-hmm. to God for anything, right? Mm-hmm. So, but with that being said, because maybe I I come from a place where where I am now was not where I was before. Mm-hmm. So if someone came to me and asked me what the goal was, if I don't also, you know, mine is peace. But mm-hmm. my peace is not in material things or in and when I include material things, I include a person. Okay. Yeah. My peace, my, my peace is spiritual. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like when you come into a house and there's been an argument or someone, there's something sad that's happened. You feel that energy. Like I always say the house is hot. Mm-hmm. That for some reason the house is hot or is tense or whatever. My goal is to be in a place where there's no tension in my spirit. Okay. Yeah. Even when there's conflict, mm. there's no tension because my approach to it is not to give the same energy. Yeah. It's it's hard though. You know, like when they say turn the other cheek, that mm. is literally what I'm trying so hard to learn mm. and also to to hear people when they speak. Mm-hmm. So when someone, I feel like for someone to tell you when you've done wrong or you've done them wrong, that's a different level of love. Mm. Speaking to you about it is yeah. different from having a good go at you about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, do you understand? So yeah. those those are the goals I have in life that people will always feel like they can come and correct me when I'm wrong. Mm. And then also when they correct me, I still feel at peace. That's my own goal. At the is root that, of all of those, is, is yeah. faith, okay. Yeah. As a person, like uh, ultimately, that's your personal. 
Angle yeah, because or... I don't I don't feel like you should depend on someone else. No, because I didn't know if it was in a marriage or that's your Do you own she's saying personal... Her goal in my life. Goal, okay, in life. Also, okay. also within my marriage, yeah, I want to be, be at, at, peace. Peace. at peace. Because if I'm at peace, I deal with things a lot better. Okay. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, the one, the bit that I'm trying to learn now is to also have peace while angry. Mm. And that's the hardest one. Mm. And it's that when something's going, what are the things that trigger me? What makes me so angry? Mm. And why? Why do I react the way I react when certain things happen? Mm. Why can't I react another way? And most of the time, it's an ego thing. You don't mm. want someone to have one over you. Mm. You don't want to feel disrespected. Mm. You don't want feel, like, to feel someone is taking you for a mug. But for me, I've noticed now when, I, when I'm angry and someone does something to upset me, mm. instead of reacting, mm. I just go quiet. I think that this is uh, a... Uh, a praiseworthy journey that you're taking. Um, and I think that at the root of everything you just described is that there's fear and you're replacing the fear with faith. That's all it is. When you choose not to lash back out at somebody, mm. the best way to do that is to have faith that God is still in control regardless of what you see that's mm-hmm. happening around okay. you. Mm-hmm. So you, that's when you become unflappable. That's when you really start to go, do you know what? Like, it seems like the world is burning around me, but I trust that God's still in control. And you can you can turn the worst situations into something mm-hmm, for my mm-hmm, good. Mm-hmm. So I don't need to fight this person. And I don't need to like cajole or wrestle with this person. Whereas the fear tells you no one's coming mm-hmm. and you're going to need to fight this for yourself. Mm-hmm. And you're going to need to let this person know a piece of your mind because if you don't, they're going to take advantage of you or whatever version it is. Or like mm-hmm. that pain that you felt before, you're going to feel it again. It's going to be worse. Mm-hmm. So it's always, there's always a fear. And that's why the Bible says you've not been given the spirit of fear, but of peace and of a sound mind. You have to understand that it's encountered, it's it's counter to the spirit of fear. Sorry, is this babe? Of course, you obviously echoed, so you obviously I don't know the Bible, innit? So don't like, listen. Don't, I said, no, genuinely, I don't know the Bible. Mm-hmm. So it's the fact that you knew. Oh, the scripture. Scripture. Yeah, oh, that's okay. why I turned like, oh, okay, you know it. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to ask a question. It's not about marriage or anything like that. Yeah, Thank sure. God. But it's about... Um... <laughs> oh, no, it is about marriage. Oh. <laughs> so I wanted to ask a question in terms of, you know how it's like the goal of a marriage or the goal is to honour God. Mm-hmm. How does that conflict with day-to-day life in terms of what society says a happy marriage is about or what a happy marriage entails and wanting the better things in life? Because one thing is I've struggled with, in not just I've never been married, but in a relationship is being content. Mm. And I feel like I always want more. Mm. Like I, if, if he... Like, this is an example. They didn't buy me a car. But if he buys me a Mercedes, I'll be like, no, I want Range Rover wow. in two years. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? There's always the wanting more and leveling up. Mm. And I feel like, does that play? How is that honoring God? Wanting more? No. No? So you should always uh, want the Mercedes. Which, like, I'm just going to say, you should always want the Mercedes. No, as in, I should be content with the Mercedes. Okay. Yeah, because... I'm sound like I'm just literally here to quote Bible. No, today, no, not quote Bible, Bible, but you know Bible what? The Bible says happiness with contentment is great gain, right? Wait, what, the Bible what, says happiness with contentment is, is great, great gain. gain. Yes. Okay, okay. So what can we take away from this? It means that what these, what that 
feeling that you're experiencing that you're just describing now, what that's showing you is that everything that you have previously put your time, effort, and energy into doesn't satisfy you in the long term. And that is always going to be something else, right? And so that endless feeling of pursuit of like, well, I've got the Mercedes now, I want the range. That thing is supposed to remind you that these things are taking the wrong place in your life, mm-hmm. right? Now, it's not wrong to want a range. It's mm-hmm. not wrong to want a Mercedes. It's mm-hmm. not wrong to want a holiday. It's not wrong to want these things. But it's when it's, it's a lot of our problems not really wanting bad things. We want good things mm-hmm. out of priority. Mm-hmm. The Bible says to seek first the kingdom of heaven, then all these other things will be added unto you. The reason why is because the kingdom of heaven is where you're actually going to get the deep satisfaction you're actually looking for. You can't use these things as substitutes. They are additions that come with when you are well with God. And the thing is, when you're well with God, they actually pale in comparison. Now you actually get to enjoy them in their proper place. You're not putting so much stake on them because you're actually deeply satisfied. Mm -hmm. That deep satisfaction is so key to being able to enjoy everything else in moderation. Mm -hmm. Think about it like a kid who wants ice cream before their dinner. Before their dinner, they could eat three tubs of ice cream and then feel sick. But after they've had a good nutritious meal, they're able to take a scoop of ice cream and really enjoy it because the main nutrition and the the, the filling of the stomach has been done by proper nutritious food. Mm. And then you can have this as a treat. And then it's like, okay, I can enjoy this properly now. But having ice cream when you're hungry, you can end up overeating and and and, and feeling bad. Mm. And so that's why I'm just saying that like these things like the, 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 like oh, society says, okay, the marriage is going to be great when you have all this sex or you take all of these trips or, you know, you guys have matching Lambos, you both make six figures, you both have a business or whatever it is. And if you look at it, they feel empty. They feel empty because there's somebody who has more than you and you can see their marriage. You can see that it's not, doesn't necessarily mean that they're any more fulfilled. And there are people that have less than you and they look way more fulfilled. So what's the key here? Mm-hmm. Cultivating that to gratitude, that comes from first of all being deeply satisfied with everything that God's already given you, then being in a proper position to enjoy these things. Then even if somebody there was a this day my my mom needed a car and we all just you know, put money together to get her a car. It was nothing fancy. Come and see the way she was excited and, and celebrating that this is what my kids brought me. Like the the satisfaction came from seeing us come together and get something for her rather than her checking which brand it was, which make it was, and, um, you know, which model it was. Mm. And and that kind of joy really comes from the um, the things that money can't buy, the things that society isn't really trying to sell us on because you can't monetize it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if you understand people's motivations, you understand that most of the reason why you see things on Instagram is because someone's trying to monetize it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Trying to, someone needs you to book the flight so you can take the holiday so that yeah. they can make money from you. Mm-hmm. But they, what are they going to tell you to go and hug your kids for? Because that doesn't make them any money. Mm-hmm. Unless they're going to slide in their brand at the end of it. Go hug your kids. Iceland. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's <laughs> going to be like, we're going to try and still get you around to our brand. Mm-hmm. So when you understand that that's their motivation, that's fine. I can't I can't take your way on this. Like, you're here to sell a product to me. But as for somebody like myself, I'm not trying to sell you anything right now. I'm just trying to say that most of the things I'm going to give you that deep satisfaction. First of all, it starts with, knowing God and looking at the things that he has already given you. If you have a child, you know, there's so much, I want to use the word magic, there's so much magic in that, that 
would pale in comparison to a car. You could mm-hmm. crash a car and write it off and it's done and you would never feel that same way about your child. So when we get things in the right priority, I think that's when we can enjoy them properly. Enjoy them properly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought this was going to be about me. I thought you... It was supposed <laughs> to be. You, you sound like you're you about to groom me about it me and then it's like... It was a fun issue, no? That's the wow. conversation. Fuck. I mean... Let me just keep quiet. <laughs> Smart. Do you have any questions for us? We've got questions. Oh, this is fantastic. Okay, yeah. Oh. I'd love to. Okay. I'd love to find out a bit more about you guys. So, what are you trying to achieve with this podcast? Someone asked me that yesterday. I don't answer answer the business questions. So you go first. <laughs> no, do you know what? I was gonna say I think collectively we have, you know, something that we're trying to achieve, but individually we also may have something that we're trying to achieve because we're all different personalities and we relate to people differently. Differently. I think the the everyone probably I don't know if everyone started for the right reason or for a Is different reason. Right? Yeah. Um I feel like I started just to vent and probably chat shit. Mm-hmm. And I think as it's progressed, it's become like therapy. I, I look forward to like getting other perspectives on different things and obviously laughing mm-hmm. with my girls. I feel like it's my escape mm-hmm. coming here. And I and I genuinely cannot live without the pod. I think in terms of achievement, I want us to be able to be, as they are inspirational to me, I want us to inspire others. Mm-hmm. That's what I personally mm-hmm. want for the pod. Um, I think me personally, I want to be somebody who, as Amatoisi said, I just want to be an example of, you could still be young, be a mother, be married in Mm. this generation. Mm. I'm not, I'm not here to say that my marriage is perfect. It's nowhere near perfect. Mm. You know what I mean? <laughs> I've never met a more dramatic. She's no, more dramatic than me. It's, it's, recently, she did. <laughs> it's not, but like I just I want people to to look at me and be like, Do you know what, Maxie's doing it, and so can I. Mm. Like I go through a lot with my marriage. And don't get me wrong, like I love my husband, and we go through fantastic times. But the hard times are hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But for me, as I said, I'm just, I'm just doing my best. Mm. I'm going to God and I'm praying. I pray for, and, and honestly, I do pray for everybody. Like mm-hmm. I genuinely do. Because mm. I, I hold you guys close to me. And if you're going to be in my space, I have to pray for you. <laughs> mm. But um, I genuinely just want people to just look at me and be like, you know, Maxie, she's inspirational. Or she's an example of, you know, a wife. A, a, a black woman A good woman That is just here And just trying to Trying to just live her best life mm. And be an example To you know The generation that's coming mm-hmm, up mm-hmm. And also As I said Marriage is so like I don't feel like People desire it anymore mm. So And you know what That's also a reason Why I'm going to stick up my marriage as well That's also Genuinely That's a reason mm. Because I want I want to just set a good example that, yes, marriage is hard. You're going to go through it. But for me, this is me. If if I think about my children, if I think about God, mm. nothing is impossible. And, and I'm not perfect. There's things that I need to change about myself. Mm. Trust me. There's mm. things that I really need to change about myself. So I'm going to be learning as I go. 
So, yeah, that's that's the main one. What are you trying to achieve with the pod? Um, when we first started, I I, f- I think it was just one of the things that I've always wanted to do. And because mm. of COVID, I was like, going forward, everything I've said I want to do, I'm going to try. And if I fail, it's okay. Mm. But um, as we started doing the pod, like even when I watched the first episodes to now, even the way I sit is different. Do you know what I mean? Like everything, I feel like a lot has changed mm-hmm. for me. And I actually, still, I actually see our pod as a marriage. Mm. Uh, I don't know if you want to go out. We had... Our little issues mm-hmm. And you could even see it Through the pods mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying And I think When we then spoke You could see it Through the, through pods. the pods Like yeah. do you know what I mean So I want people To look at this pod And see this as reality okay. Like I want people To see us as just Three girls Who have been through it Different stages of life And different places But that doesn't make you Any less Or any better Than anyone else mm-hmm. And through my transparency and transparency, yeah, yeah. And um showing people what it's like to cry and laugh or all of that kind of stuff. I hope my prayer is that I help someone. Mm. I wanna I wanna like I always say it, my purpose in this life is to help others. Mm. So even getting good jobs, getting paid high rates or whatever, it's not because of it's for me, mm. it's because I'm meant to share that money. Mm. And not just the money is what I'm trying to share, is also my experiences. So mm. me falling down is so that no someone else doesn't fall. Mm. You know, me going through pain is so that I can help someone else not go through that pain. So that's what my I love that. Goal is. Mm. My second question is, um, what was your... It's more than one. Yeah. <laughs> Don't mind her. She, like she, she loves the Q&A, as you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> so what was the um, the preconceptions uh, that kind of informed how you thought this episode was going to go? I felt like I walked into something with some kind of preconception. No, this is just how we are. Honestly, this is just how we are. We did try to talk about it this morning about what what <laughs> I mean, we were like topic guys, <laughs> what we're we gonna talk about. But honestly, we're very organic in our conversation mm-hmm. and we just literally go where it leads us. Mm-hmm. I actually thought it was gonna go down this road. Did because, you? Yeah, because I did watch you on three shots and okay. I know obviously it's a different type of dynamic. But I do also know that you're a Christian and you're married. So I knew I right? I watched you on Chizos. So I knew, so where I I knew that you would take it. Yeah. inspire. Wow. That's why, oh my gosh, what was my question? I said, is he really a comedian? Because he's more inspirational than funny. Yeah. And um, remember, I, I text that. So I, I did know it was going to be uh, seeds of the soul. Seeds um, of the soul. I didn't have You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't have any expectations. I prefer it when I don't have a prejudgment of the person that's coming on the pod. Right. Because it goes a lot more organically. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I already have seen your stuff, I'll probably probe into whatever I've seen already. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I wanted to probe, I can't lie. Yeah, okay. I did as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what, what do you want to probe on? Let's go. No, I've we've kind of probed because okay. Because I wanted to get a perspective on somebody who's a Christian mm. and, and married. Okay. And also trying to be a comedian because mm. most of the times when I listen to stand-ups, it's very vulgar. So I was going yeah. to say, do you Christian jokes? No. I, I, I Come on. I feel like I've no, always sorry, had a weird int- I've always had an I mean, interesting Christian relationship with this. friendly, I mean, is what I was meant to say. I, friendly. <laughs> I always say it like, I don't, uh, I don't do Christian comedy, but I'm always a Christian when I do my comedy. So I, I always have to think about what I'm saying, but I don't do. I, I don't think my comedy's ever really fit into anybody's sort of neat Tell us pigeonhole. Joke. No, um, that's so, not how it works. I know, I know. <laughs> so it's it's always like um, 
you know, I, I, my my gripe was like, people would think like, oh, in order to be a Christian and a comedian, you basically have to be like family friendly, PG, and then there's nothing, you know, untoward happening. But I was like, you know, the Bible isn't PG. Like there's definitely yeah. like incest in there and so on. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like everything, you know, everything <laughs> from like, you know, good, healthy sex yeah. down to like the worst of worst human beings. Mm. And I'm like, that's what art is. Like, art is going to be in many ways addressing all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. So I was always interested in just being a great comedian, you know, like in the same way that a baker who's a Christian can, doesn't just have to make communion bread. Like, you can mm-hmm. make other kinds of bread. Bread that's is bread at the end of the day. So I, that is not a good analogy. Why is that not a good analogy? Because any, a baker that makes doesn't have to make... What, what kind of sin can you commit in baking? You can put drugs in there. No, you're not getting it. Like I'm saying it's very you know there's certain positions you can be, there's more mm. chances for you to make certain sins or slip ups or whatever. Mm. Like as a comedian, you could say inappropriate and vulgar stuff. Baking, what can you do? But well, I mean, if there was a whole case cook. about this, about, you know, those Christian bakers who didn't want to make cakes for gay weddings and so on. There's all kinds of so heart making, issues but and so Making on. cake for a gay person, that is, is that you basically supporting what that person is doing so you can't make it? Is that why? Well, that's their whole, that's their whole that's issue. I think that's a whole conversation on its side. But what I'm saying is that, that even as <laughs> how your faith affects what you do mm-hmm. is very, very, okay, okay. Um, you know, mm-hmm. interesting for each person. Yeah. Yeah. I you, think everyone has to work that were out. Were you... So obviously, I'll say born again Christian. Mm. Were you Christian? Before you got married. Yeah. Okay, uh, so you were already on this journey prior to getting married. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. 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 Yeah, yeah. What church you go to? Uh, well, the current one is called Equipping People. Where? Um, it's in Gypsy Hill. It's part of a wider church called New Covenant Church. Oh, you got oh, New okay, Covenant. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't mind. Sorry. Do you know? No, I'll ask you off. Okay. Yeah. Off camera. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> what What advice? Because obviously, you 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 uh, you're married and mm. you've been through the whole process of dating and everything. What would you give those that are not married yet? Because it's very easy for you to mm. advise someone who is married because you're in it. Right? Yeah. You guys keep bouncing off of each other, and we just keep staring at each other. Mm. So, what would you give those that are not married that seek to get married? Sorry, did you date extensively? Before you got married Date extensively How like, do you mean? Did, like Did you date a lot? Like did you Like Prior to your wife Were they very I had, I had a few relationships Yeah oh, okay, okay I had quite a few relationships It was um, Funny enough I met my wife at uni And And I think Through the course of uni Like we were friends And mm. I was dating her friends Okay so, Friends Yeah Okay, there was right, no because it was, there's so few of us, so few black people that like, yo, if you okay. date two people, like we're all friends basically okay, in, okay. in inverted okay. commas. So, but like, I mean, I don't know, a handful of um, girlfriends and um, yeah, it was it was after we'd left uni actually that okay. finally considered, um, you know, that maybe we could be more than friends and then, um, you know, started dating and so on. But so yeah, I did have other relationships before then. I was actually engaged before oh. my wife. Yeah, mm. so I had proposed um, previously to uh, a young lady, and um, later broke that engagement. I felt like we had a really good chance to see what married life would have been like, and it was uh, it was like, well, I think it's a successful engagement if you can end it before you have a bad marriage. So. Okay. Um, I think, you know, in, in that situation, I, I think I've had a, a fair amount of experience. I can't say I have all the experience in the world. But if there's one thing that I can share 
I can say, look, don't um don't believe the lie that you have to do things in a bad way to get good results. It seems counterintuitive. It's like most people would get this concept. But for some reason, we've all bought into this idea that if we're not doing it in a slightly wrong way, it's not going to give us good results. Elaborate. And so... And so it, how that plays out is different for different people, mm-hmm. right? So, for example, um, you know, for some women, it might be, oh, I need a guy with a bit of edge. I like a bit of a bad boy. For, for guys, it might be um, like I want a girl that's going to free it up on the first date or, you know, uh, one who's going to be freaky has got a certain amount of sexual prowess. Mm. Um, we've always got some version of like, I want it to be a bit edgy. I want it to be a bit exciting. Um, and the thing about if you're going into an institution like marriage is that what starts off as edgy and exciting becomes very, very problematic as it grows. All it takes is like a single diversion like this. But if you extend that over a mile, you end up in two completely different places. Mm-hmm. So just a single small like sousson over here can actually become a big problem when you when you take into account your lifetime. But why is him having an edge? A bad thing. Because because uh, I don't know. I feel like this is something that like this is like this is like this is like internet uh, relationship talk clip? at this point. But what like, yo, know, how many times? <laughs> How many times has a girl described a guy who um, has somewhat violent tendencies as an edge and then later on said that the guy was abusive? Like, it, it starts off here like, oh, I saw he got a bit angry and certain guy was scared of him. And I'm like, I like that. And then like down, the, it's like he smacked you over the I head and then you're like, like how did we get edge? here? When you got, like, so when I say I want a guy with a bit of an edge, I'm, so I always say I need somebody who... Still has that um, that alpha male thing. So you, you like masculinity? Yeah, that's yes. the word. That's not, that's not edge. No, yeah, but that's, that's not it. edge. That's, that's not it. edge. No, but, I, but that's <laughs> not. No, that's I don't not, want him to be like a. That's not edge. No, but I don't edge. want him to be violent. So I don't want you him know, to as beat I get someone older, up. What I define as having an edge or being masculine changes. So for me right now is you being someone that's so strong. Wait. Wait, <laughs> no, it's because I thought you were going to say something. No, 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 no. For me, it's um, you being like having a nice built, having some sort of aura when you walk into a room, but that's masculinity when, energy. But yeah, but when I'm sad mm-hmm. and when I need to communicate, you give me your full attention and you know how to soften yourself to entertain the conversation. Mm. Do you know what? A lot of people would say you want a feminine man. No, I don't. No, that's what. No, but- I think I want an emotionally intelligent man. That's Emotional what, intelligence yeah. is not fully defined yet. You just like it's it's but a that's what I would term, do, that's so. what I would probably say. So for me, it's someone that you take no nonsense. Like mm-hmm. even if I came here crying and you knew that what I was crying about was void, yeah. you won't entertain it. But if you saw that something was genuinely an issue for me and I needed yeah. to talk to you about it, you will listen to me. What happens the day that you think it's serious and he thinks it's nonsense? Well, it depends where we are in that relationship. No, I mean you're married. You, you come to him with a problem. He's like, "This is not a real problem," and I need you to. Kind of Sober like up. stop this, yeah. and no, then so you're like, but "This is real for me." What is As I'm going, the old Grace will turn it into an argument, and okay. we'll talk about this. Yeah. Uh, the new Grace, the in between Grace, mm-hmm. depending what day it is, 
I will leave the conversation, but I'll first say, shade as much as I can about it. All right, so neither one of those is great. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm what? being she mature, said, as much as I can, like, it, like... But, but <laughs> if you know, if I'm being serious, yeah, because I always say that the pe- the side that people see of me is very different from the guy I'm interested in seeing in me. Mm-hmm. But if he told me he didn't think it was important, I need him to explain to me why. Okay, that's what I would need. Yeah, but you're acting like uh, in that situation when you're hurt about something. You are ready for rationality. Oh no, no, no. So they know me. When I'm upset about something, I don't ever go to the guy. I go okay. to my friends to vent. Okay. Once my head has calmed down, then I go to him. Okay. I don't necessarily go to my friends for advice because you're gonna say I'm just going to them like to I know sometimes I react mm. emotionally, mm-hmm. and sometimes a lot of things I, it's not an emotional reaction I need. I just need a logic mind. So mm-hmm. I'll vent, calm down, and then. Have a discussion Whereas me I'm, I'm different So yeah. I'm the kind of person If something's upsetting me I'm going to say it to you mm. However Like you said It may not be serious to him And it's serious to me But I've, I'm open to Understanding why It may not be serious yeah. to him mm. And just be like Oh okay well It just really hurt me And just let him cuddle me And be like Oh you're such a baby No I can't sweep I've, I've learned I cannot sweep my feelings Under the carpet But sometimes your feelings Are extra I get that, but what I don't I don't need you to agree or disagree with me. I need you to I need to feel like we've communicated the issue. But that's even in French. I can't do that. Oh, I can. Like uh, if you're if you're crying about something, Grace, uh-huh. to me, yeah, but you know how I am. No, but I'm being. saying even as one of your best friends, I'm like, why are you crying over this? Like it's not that deep. Remember, blah 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 blah. And then blah. what happens? And you fix up. Exactly. And you're like, okay, maybe it wasn't that deep. Yeah, but that's but that's what your mind can do as well. It's not that it's gonna pet you in that moment. Why are you petting me if it's not that deep? No, but, but that's I, sorry, darling. That's only because I've now become emotionally mature to accept that how I'm feeling is not necessarily correct. If that was another person, that might be an issue. I think in marriage, yeah, you should learn to use your friends a lot. Okay. <laughs> I do. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like men are not built how we're built. So where he may not understand certain things. Mm-hmm. And I've accepted that my husband may not understand certain things. That's why I have my friends. Mm-hmm. My friends will get me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't I don't expect him to, to know everything or to understand everything because... You're a man and I'm a woman and we're going to see things differently. Mm-hmm. He, I can express myself and he'll be like, okay. He still may not understand what I'm, what I'm, what yeah, I'm but saying. Is that, is that mm-hmm. expressing that but, you, you should be able to feel to do? Like, so like you've no, got the room. You've yeah. got the, you've got the room. Okay, yeah. you want, okay, you want you, that dynamic yeah. where even if you feel like you're being a bit silly, that you can still I still express, feel safe enough to come okay, to yeah, you. Yeah, that's yeah. Fine. But then you that's given the information, also be prepared that. Just because you feel some way doesn't mean he's going to feel the, that way. And that doesn't mean it's a problem. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I get that. And to be honest, if you know, f- for myself as a husband, what I'm trying to model in that situation is what I observe from the way that God treats me. I can go to him and pray about all sorts of things mm. and so on. But God is very clear on the structure. And the th- beautiful thing about structure and boundaries is that once you've put that up, within here, it could be as chaotic as you like, Mm -hmm. right? What you don't want is chaos with no boundaries. Mm. So once you've got that safety of knowing that God loves me, God is not going to use any of this against me or anything like that, anything negative, well, then you can go to God freely and say, God, like, how I'm feeling right now is actually a madness. Like, Mm. what I'm wishing on this person Mm. is an absolute madness. You know what's going on in my head right now. Mm. And you can talk to God freely because you've got that boundary. Mm. And so the same way for a husband with his wife, the, um, being masculine is usually bringing order to a chaotic situation, mm-hmm. and the order is going. Do you know what? Anything you express to me is not going to make me love you any less. And you are 
within um, your right. safe place to mm-hmm. say anything. But if you hit a boundary, I'm going to tell you, mm. right? And so th- being able to put up effective boundaries and order and structure is what a man brings. Mm-hmm. But what a man may not be able to do is come and join you in the chaos, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And that's where you might need your friends to come mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. you know, you guys can do chaotic together. Go but you need that boundary and structure. And that's probably what the man's going to provide. Yeah. And, I, and and to be honest, you know, when I think we started off talking about like what you think edges and what mm-hmm. you think... Mess, I think that's where masculinity gets lost because sometimes people are defining um, masculinity via what turns them on, for example. And then it gets conflated with edge or it can or being a bad boy or whatever. It's all these terms kind of mishmash into each all other. All of that. But I think having clarity and is, for me is like having a base I can go back to, which is scriptural and also, uh, you know, something that I can observe and I can I see. Can that... Not scripture. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did it so subconsciously, like, not scripture. But I don't mean that. Just in case you watch it back. <laughs> Just in case, uh, just in case you watch it back, I'm not thinking that. No, but yeah, sure. anyway, that, that's that's so what's what your I mean. advice then for single women? Yeah, for single women. Yeah. So yeah, my my advice was don't believe the idea that yeah. you need to do bad things to get good results. So when you say bad things, like what? Trust is wanting a man on the edge. So okay, like there are so many um, messages you're gonna get right mm. now. If you if 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 you have, um, like for example, we discussed earlier on, I was nice to these people. They took me for a mug. Now I'm gonna be mean, right? Now you're choosing to do a bad thing to try and get a better result. Okay, okay, right? Okay, okay. okay. Like that is a temptation, and it never really yields the fruits that you want it to yield. Mm. In the long term. Mm. So if you say, all right, you know, for some people it's like I'm gonna try and trap this person. And that's what's going to keep our marriage together. And it's like, no, that's what's going to destroy your trust. Mm -hmm. And even if you get your short-term results, it's going to hurt in the long term. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Or like if it's a guy and he's like, yo, like I feel like our marriage would be better if, you know, you kind of let me in a bit more and she's not comfortable. Mm -hmm. Like you pushing past those boundaries might get you what you want that night. But over the long term, you've mm. destroyed the trust. Yeah. So don't believe the lie that if I just do just a little bit of wrong, mm-hmm. I'm going to get a better result. It's usually wrong for a that? reason. I think I don't think people would know it consciously, yeah. but I think subconsciously. As it is now, I don't feel like there's anything bad I need to do in any dating situation. To get well, have you ever felt like cursing somebody out might uh, be a good idea? No, I never think it's a good idea. I just do it because I want to do it. That's what I mean by a good yeah, idea. Yeah, but but I'm saying I'm not doing it think I'm going to get a result. That's me letting my anger take over me. That's I what I mean. So, but that's, that's what, what I mean. That's what I said subconsciously. People don't always mm, make the conscious decision. Yeah, but, I'm but subconsciously, about... they, they, t- they pick a bad result thinking that overall good... it's going to be positive. Yeah, I don't do it thinking it's going to come out with a positive. I'm not thinking about what result it is. I'm just doing it. But when it comes to dating, I don't think I need to do certain things. You're, huh? on the right track, you're on the right track, babe. You're on the right track. You're dating life. You're on the right track. It's okay. No, I'm just, just saying you're not doing anything bad. You're, you're actually doing very well. No, no, no. But I'm just, th- I'm just saying in general for girls. No, but some girls, some girls, some girls do. Because I subconsciously oh, do. I was really in terms sure. of like, I'll be like, I'm
That's I, not a bad thing. It is. It's not who I am. It's not who I am. Okay, 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 okay. okay Do you okay, get what I mean? Yeah, so it's like, let me be the loving person. Let me mm, be the be person. vulnerable. Yeah, person. be vulnerable okay. and not be so like whatever. Oh, okay. That's, okay. I think that's, that's what I was what trying to understand. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, and, and, and I think it, it serves you not even just before you or while you're trying to get married or trying to meet somebody. But also serves so you in marriage as well because even in marriage you get tempted to feel like doing things in a bad way might yield good results. And so it's yeah. being petty bad. Yes. Mm, no, but sometimes do you know what? Can I say something? <laughs> can I say something? Can I just say something? I think we should have a healthy balance. Yeah. A healthy balance of petty. Well, petty is what if it's like banter? Yes. You know, banter is different from like you know. When your level bantering. of pettiness is ridiculous. And look at her face. You know what Her level bantering. of pettiness is like. I know you're being petty. Grace would probably put like hair removal cream on some bullshit. Yeah. Like she's she's petty. How's that banter? That's, that's straight. But then for me. Vengeful. <laughs> so is petty she's a, Scorpio. a bad thing? <laughs> it's yeah. a terrible trait. Why? It could be healthy. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. Um, I think it could be it healthy. It doesn't elicit the kind of. Um, Character traits hmm. that Please, you wait. would um, must the house always be functioning like black and white? Can't there be a bit of color? Of you course, know? There a bit is. of of course, there is. is. This, you see that what you just said right there is exactly what I was just warning against. What? That little bit of color the, is how it's good. The bad thing people go like, like, let me just have just yeah. a little bit of bad. No, 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 no. That is bad. Color is bad. No, 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 no. Don't say no, 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 no. That's what you meant. That's what you meant. So you're saying you're saying basically you're saying okay. Let's say for example, you know, I I don't know if you you do this, but Mm -hmm. like you know, you've asked them to sweep the floor, like take their clothes Mm -hmm. somewhere. I don't know. I've asked my husband to sweep the floor. I'm saying someone. I'm not saying, for example, he will snap the thing. Why? What's wrong with that? He will snap the thing. But I just... Can you sweep the floor? I don't know. No, I'm just... No, sorry, sorry. I'll be like, babe... No, I can never... I can never I don't know. So you just do it? You already know how I feel about house chores. Don't get me wrong, I'll just do it myself. But I'm just saying, you know the whole... Like, you know what? I don't believe in Honestly, there's certain chores I feel this is just me would be a disrespect to my husband. Yeah, I agree. But oh, what, I will say, what I will say, what I will say, what I will say in the soft approach, I'll be like, babe, please, now you know, just can you like just be careful how you're eating? I could say something like that, but it, obviously in a nice way. But I wouldn't ever expect my man to sweep the floor. I wouldn't really expect him to wash the dishes, but I'd expect him to empty his plate and put it in the sink. Yeah, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't ask him to sweep the floor, but yeah. being the type of person that Ollie is, he'd just do it anyway. But what I will ask you to do is at least just put your clothes in the dirty basket. So that's what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. So say, for example, you've said to him, like, oh, babe, can you please put the... Just make sure you put, help me put the clothes in the dirty basket so I can wash it. You know, you have to say things. No, I, I wouldn't mind so, asking to no, wash. No, just the petty thing. Wait, oh, okay, so okay, go on, go on. The petty <laughs> things I would do is if I've seen that, you know, you've left the clothes on the floor. Obviously, I'm a drunk queen. I will trip by accident. I'll be like, oh. And you'll be like, what's wrong? Oh, your clothes that you left on the floor that I asked you to help me please pick up. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That's all right. That's yeah. Cool. What's that But that's right? not her level that of pain. Just don't listen to her. That's, 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 that's light work. For me, that's how you want us to make up. If you're both laughing and joking, then it's fine. Yeah, you're both laughing. If it's passive aggressive, then it's not great. No, but my tone is always calm. Passive aggressive is not 
Passive aggressive is specifically calm. Deceptive Are you aggression. all right? I'm not aggressive though. Passive aggressive. You are very passive. You are very aggressive. Who me? Yeah. How? Please, let's not even dash no, give me let's, let's give me an example. You see, you're not overtly aggressive. I can see that, mm-hmm. but you're very passive aggressive. Like how? You just so, even described you one. Just described I laughed. It, <laughs> what happened? Babe. The clothes that I was just please have to take. I felt. Yeah, is do you know that kind of indirect communication? Yeah, can what it does is for you, it gives you an avenue with which to express something mm-hmm. without having to deal with the responsibility of what comes out of it, right? Mm-hmm. But what it does overall is that it leaves the person you're you're talking to mm-hmm. consistently insecure about what you mean when you say what you're saying, right? You're constantly putting them on a <laughs> on a position of edge where they don't know whether it's a real joke or whether you're trying to express something. And so they're constantly on edge and then therefore it breaks down your communication. Help! Help! Yeah. Pastor in the house. <laughs> really dissected You really dissected that one. Okay, good, but, but Grace, okay, let's be realistic. Uh-huh. Your, imagine your pettiness is level one, yeah? You see, that's entry level. What one? No, some... Okay, let's just say you started at entry level. Yeah. It grows. No, okay, How so did you get to Noodle Gate? Oh no no no! But that's what I'm saying. But but because you were no me and my ex husband, we we were not a healthy. Yeah, but because you were so used (laughs) to the pettiness. Like one, you know what? I feel like you know what? I genuinely feel it starts from somewhere. Yeah, and I feel like you doing you doing that is making it start. That's what I'm saying. That small bit of color. Yeah, it starts. That you know the little diversion, then you. Aggression is often given a new name like petty, or it's like you know, it's even celebrated in some ways as to like how Please, you can I'm not find some... you are. How everyone has their own aggression style. Some people shout when they're angry. Some people get quiet. But the problem, some people cry. But the, but how you deal with your anger is it's got a lot to do with whether or not you want to resolve the issue. Mm. And so sometimes I'm, if I'm you're calm. 
Yeah, but calm doesn't necessarily mean you're willing to resolve the issue or do it or make steps towards resolving Grace, the issue. Feedback. Remember, you said you want to accept feedback. Grace takes accountability. <laughs> yeah. So Grace is not. She's not an angry person. Mm. However, Grace is vindictive. Yeah, she's that's... very calculated in how she's going to get her revenge. I'm, I'm sure of this. Wow. Sure oh, sorry. This. We said it. Okay. No. 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 Yes. 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 I'm in a good mood today. We're gonna pack this. So it's not that. <laughs> I'll be really honest. You know what it is, yeah. I've changed, but when we think about when I was, what she said, <laughs> <laughs> the kind of things I will do mm-hmm. is you can do something to me today, mm-hmm. and that's fine. Yeah. Three months from now, I will get you back. Mm-hmm. See that was she has him. that vindictive That's nature. Mad. I don't do it anymore, and it's a Scorpio thing. I think uh, he's not going to believe me. Oh yeah, so <laughs> yeah. But now, I, and I know you shouldn't say that. You should rely on other people to change you. But I do. I personally do believe. For me, depending on who I'm around, brings a certain side of me. So okay. I already yeah, that's know, a lot of people. Yeah, yeah that's so everyone. I already know the kind of people I can't be with or be around. Mm-hmm. Like guys, like, kind of guys I can't date and stuff like that. Just because, mm-hmm. and I know it's not fair to base how you are. On it's fine. Else. It's what you want. Okay, but I know being around certain or dating certain guys will bring another side of me. So, like, if my ex husband mm-hmm. was to have a talk <laughs> with the person I'm dating now, it'll be two different people. Two different people mm-hmm. that they explain, like they're describing. So I'm not vindictive now. Fair enough, and we all grow, we all learn. I've I've had my own mm. moments of being yeah. vindictive. Mm. Um, I've expressed both passive aggression and outward aggression. Mm-hmm. Like, it, this is not, a, not an good. indictment. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's not good. Mm. It really isn't. Um, and finding Case healthy wrong. ways to deal with, uh, and, and and to be honest, there's a time for aggression. There's a, a time for aggression. When? Well, in, in, in fierce protection of the ones you love. Being you know, like being... to be to be aggressive with somebody who's trying to harm your child oh, is, is, is perfectly Her reasonable. Mm-hmm. But it's it's when you use your aggression against the ones you love in a way mm-hmm. to somewhat reassert your own comfort, dominance, mm-hmm. sense of self, whatever it is, you're misusing what it is you have. And so mm. it's like, okay, well, what do I do with all of this emotion? What do I do with how I feel right now? And finding those coping, not coping mechanisms, but those, um, um those real tools to, to actually deal with these things, you know, via communication, prayer, um, you know, your own personal working on your mind and so on, mm. healing from whatever it is that you're carrying. All of those things are the things that actually give us more chance of having a successful marriage so that we mm. don't have to now at some point say, I wasn't happy, so I left. It's like, I'm actually learning how to, be angry with you but still love, love you, you while I'm angry mm-hmm. you know and that that's so obviously like, wild but it's like healthy ways to deal with being petty um I think you have to challenge yourself to come outside like come outside with what it is you feel mm-hmm. name it I mean this was like uh, one of my my daughter's songs my wife was playing for her but it was like it's um it's a, it's a black couple in America. They got their kids, and they, they, she made up this song where she was like, you know, you have to name it to tame it. Mm-hmm. So, giving your emotion a name and saying, look, I am angry, and being honest about it, not trying to hide it or obfuscate it, 
just be honest about the fact that I'm angry. I think that that does a lot. Mm -hmm. Then also recognizing that everybody needs grace. And I need grace. I need someone to forgive me. I need somebody to take time with me. I need someone to be patient with me. Mm -hmm. So therefore, I need to give that. Um, And also, not only do I need it, God has done that for me time and time again Mm -hmm. because he told me not to do this and I did it again. And yet he still hasn't given up on me. Mm -hmm. So I think that, you know, understanding the need to show grace, I think is also very, very key here. And then also, um, you know, when you... um, I think sometimes it's really helpful to to humanize the person you're talking about. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to for them to take on the character in your head. Like this is my nemesis. This is my uh, frustrator. This is my the source of all my problems. Whatever. When you start to see them as a human being, as a somebody who you have been so deeply in love with at times, so happy with, so joyful with somebody who gave you this one thing that you really treasure and somebody who spent this time with you or provided support this time. And then you start to really give them a full picture Mm -hmm. because it's very easy to take on a false picture of them that only takes into account this thing that you're hyper-focused on. So, you know, I mean, these are just all like small tools. There's definitely obviously more and I'm still learning myself, Mm -hmm. but it's it's all... One last question, because this is something I really want to understand. How do you deal with overthinking as a Christian? Wow, that's that's a big one. That's a big one. Do you know what it is? Um, it's, It's daily time spent in prayer and reading the Bible. Okay. Um, And... You know, when the Bible says to daily meditate on the word, the the imagery in in, in the Hebrew that's used is that it's the same as like um, when uh, when cows chew on something, and then like it goes through like four stomachs or something that they have, and like sometimes they bring it back up and then chew it again. It's like that's what you kind of need to be with the word. Like you need to like spend time with what you just read, and just like let the words wash over you. Spend time with the word. Like what is it I need to take from this? then come back to it again and then notice it in your real life. Like, okay, I was reading about patience and now like I need to be patient with somebody. Man, it's tough to be patient. Like, why does the Bible say it? Why does the Bible do this? How has God been patient with me? Blah, 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 blah. Like, you're actually then using your overthinking to actually, as a superpower, to meditate on something that's going to now give you peace. When you now have that peace, then your mind is no longer racing at 10 miles an hour, or uh, sorry, 100 miles an hour um, over small petty things mm-hmm. but because you've spent that time meditating on the word you now go into that peace that you're talking okay. about where you're not worried about things because you're trusting in something else yeah i feel you can get i don't know if, if you overthink because you're seeking reassurance mm. Mm. but the reassurance will come as you continue to meditate mm. on the word I think on a physiological level, like we're all trained to spot patterns, right? Mm. Oh. So we're all trained to like look out for patterns because that's how we stay safe, mm. right? So, but that's intrinsically tied to everything that we think about fear, mm. right? So we're constantly trying to say, I need to notice patterns. Like I need to notice, what does it sound like when an animal wants to kill me? Mm. So even if you've never met this animal before, if it makes a sound that kind of feels like aggression, mm. you're like, this animal wants to kill me, right? Mm. That's how we keep ourselves safe. So we're constantly looking out for patterns. And so you've seen that, Oh, when a guy says he wants to go on holiday with his friends, that's usually when they cheat. So next time it happens, you're like, oh my goodness, I know this pattern. Your brain goes into overdrive, right? And because you, you, you're trying to look for a, a way to deal with this fear, you can overthink it. You can pour over it. You can 
bring it up and blah, blah, blah. And because you're not focusing on something that's actually going to build you up, it's actually tearing you up inside. Mm. That's why it feels so destructive to be overthinking. But like I said, if you focus it on something, then you remove the fear aspect from it. Now you're focusing your overthinking on your faith. Mm-hmm. And that faith is what gives you the peace when you're now like you're in a situation because now it's like, I don't have to put too much time on that because mm-hmm. I already know that even if he wants to cheat, Seth, my life will be okay. Mm-hmm. And in the grand scheme of things, my, I will not let my life trajectory be determined by where this man puts his penis. Like, mm-hmm. I, even if it hurts me, mm-hmm. I will be okay. Mm-hmm. Even if this is the end of the relationship, I will be okay because I have God. Like, mm-hmm. that kind of, mm-hmm. you know, meditation, I think is is really, really key. Yeah. Thank you so much. You've really That's dropped it. some gems That's today. Literally. I feel like I've just been sitting like I'm I've been quiet because I'm just I'm taking, taking it, it all in. I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna talk to my husband. Because you think you guys are today. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. so I think I think because you know what? Yeah, I've I've I think listening to you, I've realized that I have some bad traits, I'm stubborn. Mm. And especially me, when I feel like I've been hurt. Mm-hmm. I shut down mm. And it can come across Like I don't care mm. okay. But I've just shut down Shut down Yeah So don't worry. I'm very similar <laughs> No seriously Go put it on him Go like You know Go above go. and beyond Go Go above and beyond I'm telling <laughs> you it never... And be like Babe this is my car 100% 100% You understand what it does Like yeah. I'm not talking about Doing this with anybody mm-hmm. I'm talking about Somebody you've committed to Yeah like, 100% You go and say Look I'm upset with you Mm-hmm. But I'm going to put it on you anyway because I love you and you're my guy and I want to sweat this through. Mm. Yo. Baby. Mm. Yo. I mean, anyway, I was going okay, 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 to... Okay, I was about to give you some... some <laughs> mental, but yo. That's, that might be for the... For the, for the late night version. Yeah. Okay. So what are you working on at this moment? What are you doing? I'm at the game, man. Really? You said yeah. you live in um, Dubai now? Well, Abu Dhabi. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. What do you do there? So uh, about four or five years ago, I got into fintech. Um, okay. And I, I was doing that almost as like a, a day Does your job. wife and kids stay there as well? They haven't been. I, um, I'm moving them. We're going together. I just came back to come and get them. Oh, oh wow. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. That's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. I Sorry. went there and kind of just got <laughs> most of the stuff in place and got the apartment and, you know. That's going to be a new journey. Does, how, yeah. how do you... Oh, I know we're going to end. Sorry, we have literally three minutes. But one question... How are you gonna live in a Muslim like ha- country, yeah. Yeah. and you're a very dedicated Christ- Christian? Do you think there's gonna be a lot of like trials and tribulations in that? I think there's two aspects to this. One, I actually, funny enough, I think it's easier to live a Christian life in a Muslim country than it is to live. Do you think it's because Islam's very disciplined? Yes. Yeah. So okay. I think that there's there's some elements to which it. It's actually exactly the same in Christianity, mm-hmm. but we just don't live it out here because we do separation yeah. of church and state here. Yeah. So, um, like, I I am less concerned that my children are going to stumble across porn because it's blocked in the country. Yeah, yeah. Um, I am less concerned about my children's safety because they take safety very, very seriously. Mm-hmm. And so you have really low crime rates and stuff. So I think overall, most of these concerns... I'm you not actually have, worried yeah, about. Yeah. Now, in terms of my children being very aware of um, the grace of Christ and the, 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 the love that he showed to us and so on, that's my job and my wife's job as parents in the home. But I'd also like to say, you know, one thing that's been very encouraging for me is that while I was there, I've been there for the past three months, 
the gospel's alive and well in in uh, in Abu Dhabi. Like I, I found a good church. Yeah, that my um, my cousin, my family friend, she lived in the um Dubai or Abu, one of them, shall mm-hmm. um to do her doc like she did her doctor's degree or whatever there, mm-hmm. and she found a church as well. Like there mm-hmm. are churches there that are, there are very churches. much like very and respected. They're, and, they're yeah. on they uh, you know specifically on the right doctrine on the right yeah, path. Yeah. But not only that, I think it actually starts to look a bit more like what church is supposed to be because mm. the UAE is a place where a lot of people are away from home. People genuinely need community, which means that like while I've been there, I've been to more church members' houses than I've ever been to ever my own been church to your, here yeah, in yeah, the UK. Yeah. So it's, it's like people really welcome you to yeah, their home. Yeah, they want to yeah. help you out. Like, oh, when your kid, your kids come in, when's your wife come in? Do you need a sofa for your house? Yeah. Like, and I think that level of vulnerability you can be there mm. as well because you know here, even though there's church members, like I don't want this person to talk about me or I don't want this person to know my business mm. or there's always underlying things. Yeah. And I feel like over there is like we're all actually one community and we're all trying yeah. to live. Gracefully in God yeah. and in Christ, so let us just live happy mm-hmm. together. And also, literally, it's believers from around the world. So you're seeing Chinese people, Indian people, um, obviously the American church is an American plant, but you're seeing you know Latin Americans. Mm. Everybody's coming together and worshiping the same God and the same and and testifying to the same grace that they've received, same turnarounds in their life, and it's just it just emboldens your faith. It just becomes like. It's, then it's no, it's not cultural anymore. I'm, it's not like I'm just in yeah. a Nigerian church mm-hmm. and we sing Nigerian church songs. Now it's like I see how the gospel is really, really like, mm-hmm. you know, somebody growing up in a Hindu family and and being so convinced that they're willing to let everything go for Christ. It's like, wow, I didn't realize. Like I've been slumming it this whole time. I'm not mainly <laughs> go to church, and yeah. I thought like I was doing something. Yeah, but you know, there's there's Muslims in Abu Dhabi who are you know starting to like consider that maybe. Um, you know the, the Christ of the Bible is true And I'm like Yo You're in a Muslim nation You've got Muslim family Like That's a big sacrifice Yeah 100% yeah. That's a big sacrifice And so I, I'm, I'm very encouraged When I'm there man. Oh man Thank you so much For coming on Genuinely We appreciate you It's been amazing Whoever said for Ola to come on Your cash app Choice will bless you <laughs> Wait Where did we go there I thought you said that Will bless me Because I bought their guest Blessed, blessed, blessed. Yeah, I've done my blessing. blessing. They should now bless blessing. my account. Look, the gentleman send, send, send it. I will Someone put my cash out. Soul, send you twenty pounds. <laughs> Someone. Grace said it. Grace said it, boy. Because you weren't gonna get nothing but three pounds from me, boy. But yeah, thank you. Thank um, you so much. Live show, twenty fifth of September. Yep, yep. Clapham Grand. Please yep. buy your tickets. We'll put it in the in the link. In the we'll description box in the description, description, description below. below. Sorry, I'm not a YouTuber. <laughs> We're not a YouTuber <laughs> at all. Um, um, thanks for watching. Yes. What? I, oh, sorry, guys. Thanks for watching. I'm Gracie Bakray. I'm Maxie J. I'm Omotosi. And thanks for tuning into the Milk and Honey, Honey Podcast. podcast.